Welcome in, everybody. Welcome into the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. I am your host. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. I'd like to welcome you all in today on this beautiful Thursday. I know the scheduling is all wonky. I know it's crazy. We'll get back on schedule. Don't you worry. Welcome in, everybody. Appreciate you guys being here. Who is here to talk about officers today? Let's find out with the Talking Trek server sound off. What's up, Jerry Ryan? You're first today on server 146. Hudson also on 146. 146 repping it today. Welcome. Hey, what's up, Dirty Bird on 15. Welcome. Rotifer on 17. Velvet Thunder 137. Bernard on 28. Haddock on server 156. Welcome to the show. Twab on 22. Shintari on server 32. Appreciate you being here. Not my game name on server 16. Ape on 21. Pounce. On server 43, the agent says, it's time for the show on server 14. Hey, Lord Farquaad on 147. Jayberg on 32. Vulcan Death Grip on 14. Tequila on 163. Zakar on 136. Welcome to the show. Chronic Break on 10. The Clueless One on server 13. Thank you. Hey, Big Mix on 33. Thank you for being here. Blokemon on 134. Arian on 30. Shotgun on server 32. Commander Taylor on the lonely and and deserted 192. Welcome, sir. How are you? Metal on server 8. Major G on 157. Thank you. Kirko, 145 and US 57. Welcome in, you international player, you. Hey, Silent Killers on 31. Welcome. Raging Ginger says, what's up? Good afternoon from server 31. JT Bob is joining us from 156. Thank you. Next us on 152 sitting bull on 40 blue mandalorian on server 8 thank you very much for being here thank you hey what's up mag on server 31 thank you beat for the gods on 17 captain planet on 167 magic monkey joining us from 160 hey 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 rude dude on server 9 welcome major tom on 142 evil genius on 160 wicked witch Having a coronary episode because we're starting on time. I know, crazy, right? Hey, what's up, Earl Gray on 23, Infinite Key on 9, uh, Scaly Back the Grumpy Cat. <laughs> Joining us from 193, Commander Nate on 162, Vinius on server 8, welcome. Appreciate it. Pounce on 43, uh, Bebo. Bebo, welcome from server 146. Uh, Gopher on European 130. Thank you for being here. Venkman on 32. Big Bad Ed, server 30. And uh, goodness gracious, what a great time to be here with you guys live. I uh, appreciate you. Oops, sorry for the hiccup. Great time to be here with you guys live as we uh, welcome the 100. Up, oh, it's going. Uh, we're up to 201. Uh, listeners here in the studio, welcome in uh, 114 additional messages in the server sound off. Thank you very much. Appreciate you being here. Welcome in to the show. Um, and I have no idea what's actually going on. Did Discord just literally like kick everybody out? <laughs> I see the, the listener count is like going crazy down and crazy back up. Uh, hopefully reconnecting. I think it was just you. It wasn't me. I see. I see the listener count dip to like 160 for like a second, and now it's back up to like yeah, 210. My Discord just crashed too, so I had to reboot it. Yeah, uh, Discord just uh, just had a little hiccup there. Uh, sorry about that, guys. Uh, welcome in everybody. Yeah, Discord just crashed on me too. Crazy, crazy. It's craziness. Uh, welcome in, everybody. Appreciate you guys being here. Uh, would like to welcome to the stage very quickly uh, my guest for today, uh, Server 15, Level 50, bro. Big Country is here with us today, and I uh, would like to welcome you, sir. How are you today? Welcome to the show. 
Good. Mm, doing well, doing well. Uh, thank you uh, for being here. Appreciate it. Also, Steven Zarin, uh, producer, audio engineer. It's his fault. Discord crash. Blame him. Uh, <laughs> Steven Zarin, talking trick moderator and uh, and show producer. Welcome to you, Steven Zarin. Welcome to the stage. How are you today, sir? Are you well? Are you good? Uh, see, he's he's still trying to get back in. I think Discord is like is like having a little bit of a. Uh, a little bit of a, a bug here today. Also, welcoming. I'm, I'm, oh, there I you are. Working. <laughs> <laughs> it's working now. It's working now. Uh, also, welcoming to the stage, uh, artificial intelligence and former moderator for Star Trek Fleet Command, HAL 9000 version 2.0. Welcome, HAL 9000, to the stage. How are you, sir? Word up, yo. Word up. Uh, thank you guys so very much. Appreciate you guys all being here. We got a lot to get to today, ladies and gents. So without further ado, let's dive right in. Uh, very, very quickly, it's time for your Talking Trek Stupid News. Stupid, Stupid it is. News. 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 It's time for your news. News. <laughs> In your uh, first stupid news story today, Discord hands over its reins to Scopely Gaming World Entertainment National Headquarters, LLC, and immediately, no, I'm kidding, immediately crashes, no, I'm kidding. Uh, no, here we go. Uh, let's see. What do we got in the stupid news today? Ah, uh, yeah. Big Dr. Fauci is in the news. And uh, crazy enough, like, this is, like, getting louder. People are actually calling for him to resign after he has flip-flopped on the origins of the coronavirus over the last week and a week and a half or so. In typical Fauci fashion, though, he says he's happy to resign, but won't resign, but will resign, except he's not going to resign, but will think about resigning, and then decided he wouldn't resign. <laughs> nah. <laughs> you know, listen, that dude, uh, you can say what you want, man. He's been in an impossible situation. Like, that guy, you can't win. Can't win in that spot. Uh, a Virginia dad. This is cool. How about this for a cool story, Hal? A Virginia father has invented a way for kids to blow out their birthday candles without spraying spit all over their cake. Yeah, it's, this is good. This is great for... Yeah, this is kind of a cool thing. It's great for people who don't want the restaurant experience of having spit in your food. Uh, but no, seriously, his name's Mark Apelt. Mark A. 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 Pelt. I think I'm saying that right. He's got this uh, new invention he created. It's a battery-powered blowsy is what it's called. It's activated when someone blows into it, and it activates a fan that puts out the flame. So you're not blowing directly on the cake. You blow into it, and then the fan blows out the candles. It's actually a really cool thing. Even President Bill Clinton uh, weighing in, though, saying he's not really a fan because he prefers when people blow directly from their mouths. So he's not. That was a bad one, I know. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I have actually some sad news for you. This is a bad one. Samuel E. Wright. Does anybody know the name Samuel Wright? He was the legendary voice of the crab Sebastian in The Little Mermaid. He passed away this week. Uh, very, very sad. Very sad. He uh, he was uh, the guy that uh, did, I think he did like, ended up doing like five or six different Disney movies all around that one character. And uh, he passed away this past week. So, yes, the human world is a mess, he says. And now he is spending his uh, eternal rest under the sea. No joke. No joke there. Just a legendary 
voice actor in his own right. Uh, so farewell to you, sir. Thank you for the contributions you made to a timeless classic. Pringles is in the news, and uh, Big Country has released a new chip flavor called Wendy's Spicy Chicken Sandwich. For those who are in the mood for a fried sandwich but don't feel like eating so healthy, <laughs> you've got the Pringles. Yes. <laughs> we don't want the fried chicken sandwich from Wendy's. We want, we want the disgusting Pringles chips instead. That's what we want. Uh, get this. How about this, Stevens Aaron? Over 1,100 pounds of methamphetamines concealed in a watermelon shipment was seized by U.S. Customs and Border Protection officers in the great state of California. Officers knew right away that this shipment seemed a little off. They described it as being a little too seedy. <laughs> bum, bum. Thank you. Seth Rogen is in the news attacking other comedians for whining about cancel culture rather than owning up to their own horrific or terrible jokes, is what he says. Meanwhile, the only thing horrific and terrible that he should be focusing on is, is his career. Bum, bum. Thank you, Seth Rogen. Actually, I kind of like Seth Rogen. I've always thought he's kind of, kind of funny in a very weird way. I thought, I thought he was kind of funny. Reunion last night. He was good. Yeah, I think he's funny. He's good. Uh, Disneyland, uh, guys, is now selling a $100 panini sandwich. Yep, Disneyland, $100 panini sandwich. Or as they call it in New York City, a panini sandwich. Ha! <laughs> And <laughs> finally, now listen, I like Seth Rogen. I think he's funny. All right, uh, finally, here, your last one, Wicked Witch, your last one. Time for your talking trek. DA of the day from El Paso, Texas. A law firm says that it's actually fired an employee after video surfaced showing her jumping into a monkey habitat at the El Paso Zoo. Uh, the Lovett Law Firm told ABC News that Lucy Ray was a litigation assistant in its personal injury division. El Paso Zookeeper told the local news that Ray endangered herself and the two spider monkeys in the habitat. He, he was described as saying, These are primates we're talking about, and they could do substantial damage to you. They may be small, but they can take you to the mat, he said. <laughs> take you to the mat. Uh, he said that feeding the monkeys could also endanger them by disrupting their diet. The police said there was potential for charges to be fired. The zoo director said that they did intend to press charges against the woman. And now she is unemployed. See, this is why you can't go through life monkeying around, everybody. <laughs> why? Why? Why on earth would you jump into a monkey habitat? The woman's bananas. <laughs> She's bananas. You get it. Oh, that's your stupid news. Welcome, everybody. I uh, appreciate you. <laughs> Everybody's like, oh, my God, you ended with that. That's so bad. Uh, welcome, everybody. Appreciate you guys being here. Yes, uh, it is over. That is your talking track. Stupid news. All right, folks, we got a lot to get to today. Uh, we have had a very busy week in the world of Star Trek Fleet Command, have we not, Big Country? It's been a lot going on. We've got new officers that people are finally starting to, uh, to get their hands on. Uh, we've got a Battle Pass Milestone 20 that people are hitting uh, either today or possibly yesterday. And, uh, and a certain prize in there we don't know what to do with. We also saw for the first time in 339 days. 339, big country. Let me say it again. 339 
nine days since we've seen an update to the Transporter Pattern store, and uh, this I past week, it, as if it, was yesterday. it arrived. We do remember. <laughs> we do remember as if it was yesterday, uh, because you know we remember it fondly, right? Three hundred and thirty-nine days since our Transporter store got an update, and it happened this week. Also, coming up later on the show, some people still worried about your seventy TNG keys. Uh, we're going to explain that very briefly to you. It's a very easy mechanic, and, and for those of you who don't have it yet, we'll explain that to you. You will get your TNG keys unless, you know, your server just literally does not play anything ever. Okay? You're going to get it. I promise you're going to get it. Uh, plus, uh, a couple of sneak peeks into the event calendar for these final few days and one or two mechanic changes about an event that I'm going to bring to you as well as uh, finally seeing our 10 free rare tickets, as we had talked about in the show teaser. Let's start right there, big country. We, I, I, listen, some of you guys know that I would come on the show. All right, some of you guys know I would come in here on the show, and I kept saying, you know what, guys, we're going to get 30 tickets. If you subscribed or if you purchased the Elite Battle Pass, the $20 Battle Pass, then everyone uh, that purchased the $20 Battle Pass got 20 rare tickets in milestone 18 of the elite battle pass but scopely promised 30 they promised 30 didn't they and uh (laughs) i kept asking big i kept asking because i was getting a little bit nervous you know the the arc has only got a couple of days left and you know we're still missing our 10 tickets boy they uh they really enjoyed making a sweat didn't they big country at least me anyway i was sweating I was sweating because I and, – and listen, publicly, I kept saying, guys, 10 more are coming up in an event. 10 more are coming up in an event for the true free-to-play, even if you did not buy Battle Pass Elite. Even if you spent $0 this month, you were going to get 10 free rare tickets. And uh, whew, talk about waiting until the last second. I was getting nervous. But they showed up. They did indeed show up, and they showed up in an event – that is very quickly, I think, big, becoming a community favorite. It, it has reiterated a time or two. It's been slightly different once or twice, but the fact remains is that it's a fun event with no gates, no paywalls, is somewhat of a, of a puzzle for some players. Some players just want the answers, but other players, I, even in our own chat, big, I saw players say, hey, listen, please don't put the answers in chat. Please, I'm going to shut off chat. They shut off their Discord. They shut off their Alliance chat because they didn't want the answers. Some people enjoy a good old-fashioned puzzle, don't you think, Big? And I enjoyed yesterday's event. Mystery in space. And it's still going on. It's still going on, so no spoilers will be given here. We do have a spoilers room here in our Discord. Uh, By the way, welcome in to listeners utilizing our brand new Talking Trek Studio. Uh, for those of you who are not yet a part of our Discord server, click on the little button at the bottom. Feel free to come in and join. There's a ton of resources here, and you will get, I promise, you're going to get information. Big, true or false, you get information faster in this Discord than anywhere else. True or false? Uh, I, I will say I think so, yes. I, th- I, think, I think so? Uh, wait, am I, well, I, don't, am uh, I supposed to say yes? Like, I don't know. <laughs> 
like saying stuff that I don't one hundred percent know. Am I, I don't look elsewhere? So I yes? just look here. <laughs> Am I supposed to say yes? I think. Uh, not exactly sure. Uh, nonetheless, uh, we are now. You know, crazy enough, the Discord. I just want to say real quick, time out for ten seconds. Kudos to you, community. This Discord has grown and grown and grown over the last year and a half. Uh, now to the point where now when we are live right here, we are able to broadcast our stage across all of Discord. All right, The invite link that you guys saw today, you may have noticed, was a brand new link, allowing people to come in and listen to this show without necessarily even having to join the Discord. Now, you're missing out if you don't join the Discord. We give away prizes in here. you got a great community in here. We give away a ton of, of stuff, and we give tons of information. So if you're listening for the very first time, join the Discord. Come on in. Have some fun. Uh, that said... Uh, the information that, that comes out of here is usually pretty timely and, and pretty daggone good, okay? Um, <laughs> some of you guys say that we communicate better than Scopely. I, listen, let's be fair. Most of my communication comes from Scopely, okay? So that is a benefit that you guys share here. Uh, and the information that, uh, that we give is, is a good one, okay? So we have a lot of fun with that. That being said, uh, the 10 rare tickets finally made it big. And, uh, and, and it came in an event that was a lot of fun. The mystery in space, which was delayed for, what, a week, right? I was supposed to be here last week, I think, was delayed. Uh, finally made it. And, uh, yeah, you know, a lot of the community liking it. I agree. I felt like it was a little short, but that's because it's so much fun. That's because we really enjoy it, right? So, of course, we wish it was a little longer. There's no big, there's nothing about this event that screams pay to participate, impossible to complete, milestones too difficult. It's just a puzzle, right? I mean, is there anything about Mystery in Space that anybody just thought was terrible? Because I thoroughly loved it. Anybody? Big? Stevens Aaron? No, I thought I thought it's good. And like you said, it's uh of course I am not the one who is like, hey, I, I'm the one who's like, hey, who already has the answers? So I'm <laughs> just like to get it done just because, you know, listen, I'm I, busy. I'm busy. So you busy guy. Um, busy guy. I get it. Busy and, guy. I'm busy. Yeah, so, busy, busy. Uh, uh Chronic says I, not exactly. I, I yeah, I'm on I was going to mine par anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I was mining par anyway. Uh, you know, here's the thing. Um, it was a little bit short, and, and some people said they didn't like it. JT Bob says he didn't like it. I'd like to hear your perspective, uh, JT, because, you know, to me, I kind of I kind of felt like it was uh, I kind of felt like it was all right, you know, and uh, and the words that are in the clues were highlighted. They tried to incorporate a little bit of a story and do it so i you know i thought it was good and 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 much less you know it really didn't take that long it was probably a 10 or 15 minute event truthfully if you if you did it back to back um and uh and finally what we saw in it was the sourcing of the rare tickets which arguably big i mean the event is is silly and goofy and i don't think it's supposed to you know award massive shards or massive resources or materials i think it's a fun loving quirky little fun event but this one, the, the, the solo milestone, had in it something even more rare. Uh, no pun intended. It had our rare tickets, which we've been waiting for because these rare tickets are going to allow true free-to-play their second access to the Prime Directive event coming this Sunday. And yes, folks, it is coming again this Sunday. 
All right. We'll talk about the event calendar coming up a little bit later in the show. But uh, we do have coming this Sunday two more rare events for you to choose from. All right. Um, Those rare events will be a rare version of Hunt the Factions. And as we determined on the last show, that version of Hunt the Factions will include in it 240% more than the, uh, or sorry, should I say 240% more? It was 2.4 times the reward. So what is that? Technically 140% more. I don't know how you're actually supposed to say it. Big, you're in retail. If, if, there's a jar, if there's a jar that's 50 ounces and then a jar that's 100 ounces, is it 100% more or is it 200% more? <laughs> I think it's 100%. 100% more. Okay, there we go. 240% of the value or 140% more loot. All right, that's coming up in a rare hunt of factions, and that is giving you faction credits, and it's giving you latinum. So you'll have an opportunity to spend that this coming Sunday. However, <clears throat> if you've only got one set of rare tickets, it could be maybe slightly, Stevens Aaron, more beneficial to you to possibly consider the Dilithium payout in the Prime Directive event. The Prime, violate the Prime Directive or follow the Prime Directive, that is going to come again this coming Sunday. And it will cost 10 rare tickets to get into. And now, for the most part, if you've completed this event or will complete it over the next day or two, everybody in the galaxy will have 10 free rare tickets. That's good, because I didn't do it last time. (laughs) I didn't do it last week. What? Well, what did I you? Didn't, I didn't make it. I didn't make it to the milestone. You didn't make it to the milestone. So you now have thirty. Then I guess I'm presuming, right? You're going to have thirty rare yes, tickets. So, yeah. so that might mean for you, Stevens, Aaron, that you get to do both primes and a rare hunt the faction for those faction credits in Latinum. Yep. Or yep. potentially, potentially, you could end up banking them. You could save them. Yeah, right. That's right. We could save exactly. them because Scopely has 100% come out and said, we will, in fact, let you use rare tickets next month. Didn't they say that big? Haven't they come out? Because we know Scopely. Yes. They did, right? Yeah. Did, did, did they? No. <laughs> no, they actually cool. haven't. Uh, but great news, everybody. I got. But I think the ticket events aren't going anywhere. Uh, yes, because it's like, wait, did I miss that? (laughs) Uh, no, I actually completely made that up. Uh, I do have, uh, if you, you know, I was just kind of setting you guys up. How about breaking news, everybody? Oh, what happened to the button? This is, this is why big country doesn't know what to answer when you ask him questions. He just, (laughs) he just goes with the flow. What happened to my button? My button didn't work here. Breaking news, everybody. We have, in fact, confirmed that uh, we have seen messaging in the past that uncommon tickets, uncommon tickets will remain uh, available for use in future arcs. Okay, they've said that to us in the past, that uncommon tickets are a permanent currency and will be used in the future. However, I have seen many people asking the question, well, what about the rares? What about the rares? Should I spend them this month or should I... Maybe, you know, hang on to them. If, you know, like say in Stevens Aaron's case, I don't necessarily need a bunch of faction credits. Maybe I'll do both the primes and maybe uh, I'll hang on to the other 10. Is that wise, Stevens Aaron? Is that something that I could do without paying for? Because obviously we've got other 
currencies that we've never revisited, right? We've got um, uh, currencies like, uh, whatchamit, Hungry Tribbles and Batleth tokens, okay? <laughs> Jonathan Ingram says, I just bought a rare ticket pack, so I kind of hope they stick around. Don't you worry, everybody. Yeah. Woosah! It is confirmed, and here is official communication number one for today. It is confirmed that rare tickets will be used again in the future, okay? Rare tickets will be used again in the future. Now, it might not be next month, okay? It might be, but it might not be. Listen, if I, I remember telling you at the beginning of this month, the rare tickets were kind of an experiment, right, Big? We said that at the very beginning. The uncommon tickets finally kind of got back to a good place, right? And, and so they decided that they wanted to try to do something a little bit more with the rare ticketed events. Obviously, it started out just a little bit rough, all right? For some people, not, not a ton of people. As a matter of fact, a lot of people found a lot of value in those things. Big Country was one. Gregor was another. Jonathan Ingram just bought a pack. All right, some people found some value in those things. So uh, what happens if you have some left over? Don't you fret, okay? We will be able to use them again, although it may or may not be next month, all right? It was an experiment. It's going to take time to process the feedback, to look at the data and see what, if any, changes need to be made in the future. And, of course, we already know that the next arc has been written for 30 days. All right, we talked about that even last night, just kind of hanging out, having a little bit of fun. Guys, June's arc, it's been written since March. Okay, here to tell you, well, maybe April. It's been done. So, you know, it was funny. We were actually having this conversation last night. Uh, Big, I don't think you were here. Stevens Aaron was. We were having this conversation just last night, just kind of hanging out and having a little bit of fun in voice, which was, uh, you know, how did the uncommon tickets get messed up? All right, because that's a question everybody wants to hear, right? How did the uncommon tickets go from February uh, being so great, and then in March, they got bad? How did that happen? I'm here to tell you. When uncommon tickets were launched in February, the March arc was <laughs> was already written. I, this is actually what I joked. Vankman says bait and switch. No, I disagree with you. I disagree completely. It was already written, all right? It was already done. As a matter of fact, I joked last night, and I said, man, the guy who wrote the March arc, when he saw the February arc and, like, how good it was going, he probably thought, oh, hell. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Big? He's probably thinking to himself, oh, crap. Like, you know, this is going really, really well, and and yeah, this is not what I did, <laughs> right? I can only imagine that poor guy. That poor guy sitting there just watching February and then being like, oh, man, this is nothing like what I wrote. Except he had written it a month and a half prior. Really not not a heck of a lot you can do about it, you know? So I I joked about that last night. That guy must have felt really, you know, really rotten. But the good news is here, uh, here in our May arc, we got him back. And I think now Scopely's got a pretty good idea, pretty good message about what we want to see with the Uncommon Ticketed Events. The feedback on the rare ticketed events is going to be interesting to me because I have a feeling, I have a feeling that more people than not, big, I, just out of curiosity, and, and Stevens, Aaron, I'm going to come to you too, and even Hal, I want to come to you too on this uh, for your perspective on your server, okay? I believe, and, and this is just based on conversations that I've had, I believe that rare ticketed events were more successful than than some people may want to give them credit for. 
Big. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Okay, Stephen Zarin, give me your insight. Do you think that the rare ticketed events and and the variety? Listen, for example, Tequila says we really only like the rares for the Prime Directive event. Okay, maybe. All right, but that was not. All. I mean, listen, Tequila, you might be a player that liked the rare tickets for the Prime Directive event, but there were a lot of players who actually bought those packs. Okay, they didn't rely yeah. on the battle pass. They they bought them. So. Uh, Here's the thing. Some people must have seen some value there. Um, I'm kind of curious when you were looking and seeing in your Alliance gifts how many people bought them, how many people participated. We've already heard from Big Country and Gregor who participated in a great deal of them because the resource and material payouts were actually strong compared to their comparable packs. Okay? So so some people, I, I got I to gotta be honest with you, you've got the rare faction hunt. All right, or the rare hunt, the factions, Stevens Aaron, that that some people I actually spoke to someone the other day, he said, Man, I, I kinda I listened to your last show. I kinda hate to spend a rare ticket on it, but man, I'm like I'm only a few thousand credits away from my enterprise. That's what he said. I'm a couple thousand credits away. Now, he could wait, you know, another four or five days, or he could have banged it out with one event. What would you do if you were in that boat? If that like, like one event, normal one, like we've got today, the normal hunter faction, and then we've got another rare ticket for extra. I, when when I was chasing my auger, I would have gone dumped for it straight away. Now I don't need so much for credit, so it's not as important. But same thing, you know, for a lot of people in their in their late you know mid thirties, they're chasing their epic ships, so those um, action credits are rather important. To some people, they are, <clears throat> and that's what I yeah. said in the. That's what I said in the last event, uh, or on the last show, is that uh, it. It really varied for you. You know, me personally, I'd go for the primes, but I don't need the faction credits. You know, but this guy says, you know, I know that's what you said, but this event, literally, like this event, finishes my enterprise. What should I do? <laughs> what are you going to tell that person? Nah, grind it out for three or four more days. Hold that currency. Of course, you know, the, the gas will be important to him, but not until Tier 6. If he's just getting his Enterprise right now, how many months go by before he's ready to get to Tier 6? You see what I'm saying? This helped him today. And I've said that before. Even Hal has said to me. You guys have said to me on the show. Uh, I think Maztec said it to me, and, and Rex has said it to me. You know, by waiting at 39, which is what I've continued to do, Big has been trying to get, you know, has been talking to me about it as well. By holding at 39, I'm giving up stuff. I know I am. I know I am. I'm giving up potential rewards and prizes and things like that by staying here at 39. But the stuff I'm accumulating here at 39 helps me more now than it will six months from now. And I'm kind of that instant gratification player right there. Okay? I kind of want something that's going to help me today. What's going to help me now? What's going to help me enjoy this game right now? So that's kind of one thing that I look at. I mean, yeah, I do plan for the future, but I don't do everything thinking about where I'm going to be in this game a year from now because the game is going to be different a year from now. It's irresponsible for us to pretend that this game is going to be the same a year from now. Heck, it's not the same three months. You know, three months ago, it wasn't the same. Look at the G4 economy today compared to March, right, big country? How many level 50 bros have you sprouted uh, in, say, the last 60 days? 
or will sprout in the next week? <laughs> Four? No, I mean, we, we went – yeah, it's been quite a few on our server. And, you know, I, I posted a little bit about – a little bit ago back in this that I've had – I have more resources now than I've ever had. You know, all over, I think, $5 billion deal or something like that. And, uh, yeah, over $5 billion deal, over $44 billion trite and i still have tokens so it's not like i i opened my no this is just from the rare ticketed events and and the event i feel like the payouts have been very good i feel like they've given out uh, a lot of resources to help with you know people who you know want to progress and and stuff like that so um i feel like it's been good and that's that's what i i think the rare ticket events were very successful um, and that's so why I, I'm not surprised at all. I would be shocked if they, you know, they still have a pack. You know, the, the packs are still open to buy today. I'm thinking there's no way they're going to do away with that. So you're saying, and, I, and and I'm curious because you were you were kind of leading to this. You, you're saying the next arc is written, and that person was not planning on using any rare ticketed events during the next arc. I said that I don't know. All right, I am I am laying the groundwork that you may not possibly see rares in the immediate next arc. I don't know. They could also find a way to incorporate them if the I, I response is good. Find a way to incorporate them. I, I seriously, I kind of hope they do. I feel like, yeah, I think that you. they will. I think that we'll we'll see them in there. I hope that we do. Uh, for two reasons. One. Um, I hope that they do because obviously people do have short memories, you know, and, and people who are going to finish this arc with, you know, dozens or if not hundreds of, of rare tickets may, you know, sour a little bit or, or have a reason to fuss a little bit if they, if they're not presented next yeah. month. So I, I agree with that, but also, you know, for example, like Nathan just said in the chat, the, the truth is next month's arc was written two months ago. Okay, it was planned two months ago. So if they were curious or if they were experimenting or if they were playing with the idea of rare ticketed events, it very well could be that they may not immediately show back up. But I have been assured like today I was on a call. As a matter of fact, I, I, I told uh, some of you guys because some of you guys actually, you know, thought I was late today. I was technically because I was shooting for around 330. I was on a call. Actually, like, on an actual phone call and, and talking with some people and, and getting some insight. And, um, and I asked that question. Are we going to see uh, the same mechanic with Uncommons in that rares will be able to be used in the future? Or do people need to blow them right now? And, uh, and the answer is we will see them, okay? We will see them in the future, but uh, no promises on how or when. Okay, and that's a very generic statement. Uh, it is a confirmation yeah. that we'll see them again. I mean, like you say, Big, they might just not want to get into a lot of detail. Um, <clears throat> and we could see them again next month, but they did not say yay or nay that we will see them next month. But uh, we do know that they will be seen again. And and honestly, I do kind of hope that they are again next month because yeah. because there were some good events. All right, now I would um, be shocked. If they we don't have a rare ticket event next, I mean, I I would be floored. <laughs> well, it I mean, it seems like 
just on the surface, it seems like it could have been a decent revenue source for them. Uh, and and yeah. some players enjoyed buying those packs. JD7, for example, in the chat says, you know, I really have nothing wrong with the Hunt the Factions normal and even Hunt the Factions rare, but I didn't like the step up of the three daily rare events. Besides converting uncommons, there was no way except for buying to even get the one event. Well, that was kind of the idea. From the very beginning, JD7, the rare ticketed events were intended to be buy-in. Okay, they were premium. They were rare. That was the goal. That was the objective. The fact that they gave you the converter, and I saw somebody say here a little bit ago, they might have missed the last show, Big. They were talking about the conversion at 4X not being worth it. Well, I don't think it was designed to be a thousand percent worth it. All right. The <laughs> normal rare ticketed events were designed around what Scopely perceived to be 3X. All right. And you were paying a tax, you were paying a conversion fee. To get, uh, to get the um, to get the rare ticket, if you didn't want to spend the money, Venkman says I don't believe that they were premium enough, and I don't know that I 100% disagree with you on the normal rare ticketed events. But then you had the uh, the prime, and the prime was certainly, in my opinion, the prime was definitely worth 40 uncommon tickets. I think. You know, so the, there and, and again, it's all it all comes down to you. It comes down to your uh, perception and your need. For example, the guy who said, listen, I'd rather have the faction credits right now rather than, you know, the 40 rare gas for my enterprise. Well, OK, I get that. I think that the value long term would have probably been in prime. But again, there's that. What do you need? And the instant gratification part. Do you want to buy something now that's going to be able to be used in six months? Or do you want your stinking enterprise? Guys, go back and say to yourself, before you, now that you've got it, okay, is there anything before you had it, was there anything you wouldn't have done to get it? I mean, seriously, when you guys were literally knocking on the door of your first epic ship, were you guys just not absolutely jazzed about trying to get it? You know, it, it, it's just one of those things about... Uh, it, it's one of those things about getting what you need when you need it. And yes, Discord dying again. <laughs> I saw, I just saw the numbers nosedive. All right, everybody looks. Yeah, like, yeah boo, Discord having a yeah. rough day. I'm back now. <laughs> yeah, di <laughs> Discord having a bad day. All right. Uh, yeah. As a matter of fact, I just got a message from the Discord bot. It says you're using too much bandwidth. Sorry, my fault. Uh, yeah. This is what you get, Discord, for not talking to Microsoft longer. Uh, no, I'm, I'm kidding. I, I feel like it would have gotten worse. <laughs> I feel like, feel like it would have gotten worse. Uh, so, anyway, uh, let's, uh, let's change gears here slightly. We got the 10 free rare tickets. You got the Prime that's coming up. You've got your uh, rare faction hunt that's coming up. And now we know, everybody, that the rare tickets will be seen again in the future. So... Let's talk about some other things that we're going to see uh, here in the future. Okay, let's talk about, and when I say in the future, I mean even potentially tomorrow or in a couple of days. Let's take a look at your event calendar, everybody. Um, and very quickly, I want to spend a couple of minutes uh, just super fast on one or two calendar or mechanic changes that we put in our show teaser, uh, upcoming calendar, and a sneak peek mechanic big country that some people are just going to be so relieved to hear. All right. First of all, taking a look at the calendar, we were expecting the enemy per the calendar. We were expecting the enemy yesterday. Of course, enemy was swapped out. 
All right, Enemy ran last week, and uh, that's because Mystery in Space was supposed to run last week. So here we've got Mystery in Space. <coughs> we got Mystery in Space this week, and the Enemy ran last week. Now here's what's interesting, and I didn't notice this until yesterday. Big. The Brothers Server Milestone. You guys remember Brothers? This was the Latinum Bribe event, or by killing faction scouts, but really, truthfully, it was all about spending raw lat. All right? That ran in week one. It gave out a, a, an amount, <laughs> gave out a few active nanoprobes. It also gave away uh, two epic data shards. If you were able to finish. If you were able to finish. Okay? Not everybody did. All right, but Brothers ran in week one. Then it ran again in week two. Now, I don't know if anybody noticed this. I actually did not. Um, I, I didn't notice it until yesterday that we've actually seen Brothers already run twice. Okay, Scaly says, funny how nobody spent the lat. I don't know, man. My server finished it both times. Uh, that was actually one that, that, that we actually could do. Now, the assignment hunter we got right now. Woo, that's a rough one. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Has any server out, is any server out there actually going to natively finish, like organically finish Assignment Hunter? Because, damn, that's a, that's a, uh, well, Al's already halfway through. Halfway? Well, that ain't bad. That ain't bad. Infinite Key uh, says, not a chance. Go. Not a chance. <laughs> Jersey James says, I don't think so. And we usually always finish. Clueless one says we're halfway to the first milestone. Blech. Yeah, it's rough. This one was a rough one. Um, <laughs> it was really it's a it's a steep one. The great news is you got uh, you got a um, an auto completion in there. Okay, you got an auto completion in there. So here where is where somebody's talking about the um, somebody's talking about how am I going to get those keys? Those seventy keys. The seventy keys are in the final milestone of the Assignment Hunter right now, okay? So uh, the Assignment Hunter, people are thinking, well, there's no way we're going to finish. How am I going to get my keys? How am I going to get those keys? Well, here we go. Let me just put this out there again one more time. Uh, the keys are in the final milestone. This particular event does have an audio completion mechanic. It's built in as an autocomplete mechanic. However, the... Uh, the solo leaderboard that's going to grant the points necessary to finish it is actually going to end Sunday at noon Eastern for event reset. All right, it starts Friday, Friday to Saturday, Saturday to Sunday. Oh, my dear Lord, Discord again. Discord again. This is unbelievable. <laughs> Discord again. It's, it's having a rough day. Discord again having a rough day. Sorry about that, guys. Goodness, great. Yeah, man. Something bad going on today. Somebody look at the yeah, like the down meter. What is that website? Like, who's down? <laughs> it's not me. Every time it happens, I see the listener count drop by like 100, and then it immediately comes back. It's ridiculous. Yeah, Discord having a rough day. Uh, so, anyway, long story short, the solo leaderboard, Rescue the Crew solo leaderboard starts Friday, Ends Sunday at noon Eastern. The assignment hunter doesn't end until Monday at noon Eastern. Meaning that anybody on your server that scores in the rescue the leaderboard or rescue the crew solo leaderboard, any of those 10 people that finish in the top 10 
have 24 hours to log in. 24 hours to log in, claim their prize, and they're good. Okay? Yeah, look at that. Discord outages reported in the last 24 hours. See, it's not just me. Thank you, Lord Farquaad. Look at that down detector. <laughs> Discord having a rough day. All right? So, again, uh, and Captain Planet says maybe a problem for 192. No, shouldn't be a problem for anybody. Because, again, even if nobody plays, even if you have three people, um, there you go. Okay? That's it. I'm done. Uh, you will have 24 hours after the solo leaderboard to claim the keys and everybody will get it. Okay? Then you've got 24 hours to go in and claim the mission bundle. Please do it. Please claim the mission bundle. If you do not claim the mission bundle, you're not going to get the event. Claim the mission bundle. Even if you don't have time to do it at that particular moment, claim the mission bundle. Do it later. Claim the mission bundle. At Monday, at event reset, it'll be gone forever. It'll be gone forever. Okay? So do it. All right. Uh, One other thing, and uh, we're going to see if Discord actually lets me tell you this. Uh, Because I'm going to try to get through it. Of course, we already talked about a rare uh, Hunt the Faction on Sunday. The two prime, like violate the prime or follow the prime going on on Sunday. And then, of course, for those of you who do have rare tickets and want to do it Saturday, you're going to get the three normal rare ticketed events. And coming up on, is it Friday, Big Country? I think it's Friday. You have your final Recruit Jordy LaForge auction. Okay, uh, let's see, the 28th, today's Thursday, tomorrow. Yeah, it starts Friday. You're going to have your first Jordy Laf- or your uh, final, rather, Jordy LaForge auction for spending G3 and G4, big country, plus our MODA directives, okay, uh, to get Jordy LaForge. Now, here's what I know, and I'm going to tell you what I don't know, okay? I have no idea what they're doing to the depth of the leaderboards, okay? No clue. I have asked them to revisit it. All they have told me, Stevens Aaron, is that they are going to redo the bracket. If you remember last time it ran, it was 40 to 50, one of the widest brackets we had ever seen, all right? 40 to 50. This time it will be 40 to 45 and 46 to 50. Okay, they're adding that extra bracket in in the 40-plus for Jordy LaForge. Okay, questions on that? Questions on that. How deep were the leaderboards last time? Jonathan Ingram, you say by making it top three only. I don't know. Okay, I honestly don't know. I asked. That was not given. All I was told is that the brackets were changing. Okay, so I do not know. But they are separating the 40-plus bracket into two brackets, 40 to 45 and 46-plus, okay? Um, Now, somebody just asked the question in chat, did we ever figure out why LaForge is not working on surveys? Man, I really wish Criminal Ripper were here. I'm going to to honor his presence. As a matter of fact, I'm actually very concerned that he's not, (laughs) to be honest with you. I'm... (coughs) I'm very concerned that he's not because that means that maybe, possibly, in fact, his employment contract finally came through. Okay? <laughs> maybe that's why he's... That could be why he's not here. He may have started to work for Scopely this past week, and I wouldn't know. All right. I Actually, listen- hey, DJ. Yes. Do any of the uh, uh, faction damage officers work against surveys? Oh, gee. I don't think any of them do. Listen to what Hal you just said. Hal is on something. 
I mean, the way I've always looked at faction surveys is they're independent contractors working for the Klingon Empire, yes, working for that's, that's, the Federation. That's, that's correct. You got it. Yeah. So yep. they're all independent, guys. You got it. Captain Bull uh, Captain Bull has got it right. Um, there you go. Okay. There are no faction affiliations on traitors. Now, to me, listen, it's a longtime mechanic. All right. It's not new. I do agree that it's a little bit silly, right? I agree it's a little bit silly because it says Klingon Trader, Klingon Transport, Federation Transport. Okay, I get it. However, they, for the purposes of anti-faction, they don't count. Now, D-Agent says, that's also weird. How can you score faction rep? Good question. Hey, how about this? How does it uh, oh, let you hit those for your faction dailies? Good question. Okay, uh, very good question. Because you're interrupting trade. Okay, you're interrupting okay. trade, maybe. You have this Klingon trader full of goods for the Klingon Empire that was hired out you know, through a third party. You are now interrupting trade between the Empire, so that's why you get or lose more rep than what you would hitting a fighter. Okay, there you go. You know, the fighter's already made. How? The trade, on the other hand, the food, the <laughs> personnel that's important there you go see Hal trying to come up with a narrative story plot for why uh Jordy doesn't work okay bottom line is uh some of you guys may have seen the response from customer support it is accurate okay faction traders technically are not faction affiliated technically all right which is why Jordy doesn't work Jordy says hostels or armadas uh, fine. That means armadas and warship hostels does not work on surveys. Okay, doesn't work on surveys. That's right, Jonathan Ingram. Klingon transports are fake. Now you're saying traders. It does work. It's just not the transports. Oh, that's. I see. I didn't even. I didn't even know that. Um, that's actually super interesting because they're also both classified as H class freighters. So yeah, that's right. <laughs> and it's kind of weird. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I know. Look at all the memes that are coming into our chat right now, showing the picture. That looks like a Klingon to me. Okay, looks like a Klingon. Well, there you go. That's the answer. Okay, and that's and that's why you know. So basically, there may be a few systems, I guess, where Jordy is working, but don't count on him working against transports because Scopely does not actually consider them actual Klingons. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Uh, yes. All right. That's uh, that's a fact. Now, uh, let's see. We talked about the TNG keys. We talked about the bracket in the Jordy auction coming up. Uh, we talked about the calendar and the rare tickets and the primes and so forth and so on. Okay, uh, that is good news. Now, uh, very quickly, I'll give you this announcement live, and then we're going to take our break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about that special star chart in your uh, battle pass and what it's going to do. Plus. We're going to dive deeply into officers, not just the new ones, but why are these three old ones returning and why now? We've got some information for you and ways that you can best utilize this to your benefit. All right, that's coming up right after the break. Uh, before we go, though, very quickly, I would like to tell you, if you are listening live right now and you were one of the 30 players who won the $20 Elite Battle Pass packet from one of the content creators, it is now 
in the game live. The Overlords literally just told me that it was done. If you uh, check in, uh, it's probably going to come in your gift section. Then you'll be able to see it. Claim your token and whoo with two days or what, three days, four days, whatever, uh, remaining in the battle pass, you finally got your elite battle pass. So claim all 20 of those milestones and watch your resource and materials counters get slammed, all right? <laughs> so there you go. Don't get raided tonight, okay? You're talking like millions and millions, maybe hundreds of millions of or, uh, resources coming in that elite version of the battle pass. So if you won, uh, there you go. Hey, Thomas says, hey, it was in the gift section. Thanks for letting me know, DJs. There you go. Uh, watch out. Uh, Tony Rome's look like he's going to come and find you. And uh, maybe some boot and loot's going to be happening this evening. But yes, uh, if you won the $20 Elite Battle Pass, it is now in your gift section. Folks, we're going to take a very quick break. When we return, uh, as mentioned, a deep dive into Officers Plus, the special star chart, and what it does. This segment brought to you by Facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse. The guys over at My Toy Posse, they're toy collectors, and they deal in, like, the new toys and the old legacy toys, the rare toys, the stuff that has crazy value. Value. It's crazy to me how toys have value. I, I, I mean, I get it. Some people out there, something's rare, something's printed incorrectly, uh, you know, and it makes them valuable. It makes them have value to to collectors and things like that. Uh, one of my one of my shows that I like watching on TV, just in passing, sometimes is Pawn Stars. And they get some crazy toys in there. And these things go crazy high in value. The guys over at uh, Facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse, they're going to help you evaluate what you got. These guys are toy experts. They dabble in the toy trade. And they will be able to help you if you got something that's valuable or not. Maybe they can help you find something that uh, that you've been looking for for a while, something that might have some value, and you want to buy it for a special person in your life. Guys, go check it out, facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse. It's my toy posse for the toy collector in all of us. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live. We'll be back in a moment. Don't go anywhere. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Anvil Pain Reliever. Drop it from a height of 10 to 20 feet, and it'll put you out of your misery fast. It's the rock band that's being forced on the public. Joe Biden presents The Electric Cars. Charge all night, drive all day. The government won't let you have a say. Charge it up. Charge it up. An album that will leave you feeling totally plugged in. She won't start again. And I have to call the Tesla guy. I'm gonna free won't start again. The electric cars. Sure, they're way too expensive. But pretending to save the world is never cheap. Can't go on.
everybody. Finally. Finally. That's right. Finally. Finally, big country. It finally happened 339 days later. Finally, Scopely adds an officer into the transporter patterns section. Yes, finally, CC Peniston. There you guys go. Uh, finally, big country. Finally, it's right in front of our face. I'm so excited and I just can't hide it. Finally, transporter pattern store got three new officers this past week. The uh, the muds uh, and and there's so many names for these muds. Big. What do you call them? You have a couple of names for them. I, no, no, I just copy Gregor's Gregor's name. <clears throat> he goes Gregor calls him. Yeah. What is it? What's he calling? Fat him? mud. Fat mud. That's mud two point oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Krispy Kreme so. mud. All right, mud two. Yeah. All right, prime mud. Some people have have used. Okay, but fat mud seems to be fat mud seems to be the the common one. I hear that one more than more than anything is fat mud. And then we have <laughs> this one hasn't taken off. Uh, this one hasn't taken off as much. Uh, I call the mud one. I call him meth mud. Um, that's that's what I call. I call him meth mud. He's skinny and weird and and uh, looks like he's looking for his next fix. Uh, that's meth mud right there. Mud. Uh, yeah, Jayberg says I call him tweaker mud. See you guys. See we're on the same page. Okay, <laughs> we're on the same page. He looks a little spazzed out, right? Um, yeah. So uh, meth mud. Uh, there you go, uh, mud 1.0, cartoon mud, um, whatever. Okay, I, I know it's, it's a little weird. Useless mud says LMNOP. Maybe, maybe useless. As a matter of fact, all right. Let me tell you a story. Once upon a time, hold on. Let me let me just let me do this. Once upon a time, big country. Are you ready for bed? Let me tell you a bedtime story. Stevens, Aaron, right. you ready for you ready for your nighttime story? All right, cuddle up. You got your your talking trick. Blanky, right there. You're talking Trek Blanky that you got from Talking Trek stfc.online. Click on the link for the merch store and get yourself a Blanky. All right, it's time for bed, everybody. It's time for bed. Here we go. Once upon a time, there were three epic outlaw officers introduced into the game. This happened about nine or ten months ago. And when they came out, everybody was talking about maybe they could be good. Maybe one day they could be good. But sourcing became an issue. Obtaining these officers was a very slow go. Didn't take, I mean, it, it just wasn't quick. As a matter of fact, even to this day, some of the most advanced and highest ops level players in this game still don't have those officers maxed. DJ27 says, uh, when they came out, I said that they could be great one day. They could be great one day. Everybody trashes on them. And here we are 10 months later, 339 days later, and the MUDs are re-released into the game. And the community, the community goes on blast, big country. The community says, this is a terrible set of officers. Why, Scopely? Why? Why would you start with this set of officers? These officers are trash. Trash, I tell you. Sorry, it's a bedtime story. Sorry. Trash. These officers are trash, I say. 
Except maybe they're not, Big Country. The end. <laughs> there you go. Night-night, everybody. All right? Except maybe they're not, everybody. Now, Blokemon says, sure, they are. Guys... There's, there's a couple of reasons that these officers were chosen. Let's, let's talk about the obvious thing first, okay? I said this. When did we do our episode, Stevens, Aaron, about transporter patterns and, the, and, the, uh, and the, the poll that we did? It was back in February, so like three months ago, right? Yeah, it was about three or four months ago, yeah. Three months ago. I said, guys, go back and listen to the show. Go back and listen to the show. I said, I called it Big Country. I said, guys, they're not going to start with the Borgs. They will not start with the Borgs. Okay? They're not going to. They're not going to start with the number one officer in the game. Is anybody actually surprised right now? Please tell me if you are. Okay? Is anybody actually surprised? Crazy says they can't start with something people want. It wasn't that crazy. Obviously, we want it. Okay? Obviously, we want it. But there was another mechanic at play. Big Country, if you would, please... Uh, actually, this at this particular moment is not a good time to answer this question because from what I understand, you went bonkers crazy today. But before... Well, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't, like, clog up the thing, so I just, I, I just, yeah, went bonkers. You, oh, yeah. you did. You went bonkers. So before you went bonkers in today's officer recruiting solo leaderboard, before you went bonkers, can you tell me how many transporter patterns you were holding? Jonathan Ingram, I'm coming to you next. <laughs> I have, I had 3.2 million. 3.2 million. Woo! 3.2 million. Okay. Jonathan Ingram said, I had 2.7 million yesterday. Gregor's not here for me to ask. Um, Jonathan Ingram says, I've got 1.3 million today. All right, so he spent 1.4 million already today. Data Systems has 3.4 million. I started the day with 1.2 million. Folks, people, not everybody, I get it, but, but here, this is why. Okay, look at what's happening in the chat right now. Scopely predicted this, and, and listen, I can't even say that I didn't predict it. I, it, it was my suggestion, okay? The, the transporter pattern banks that people had made it impossible, and, and I know this might be an unpopular opinion, but they couldn't have put the Borgs in there. Okay, because people were sitting on millions. All right. And I know, listen, I know people are going to say, well, we uh, we've got uh, active nanoprobe gates and independent credit grades uh, gates. Okay, I get that, too. Big country. Uh, How many active nanoprobes are you currently hanging on to? I'm going to ask the same thing of you, Jonathan Ingram, and anybody else who volunteered your millions of transporter patterns. How many active nanoprobes are you currently hanging on to? And don't lie. Okay. Um, Active nanoprobes, I have uh, a little over a million. A million active nanos. Okay. By the way, uh, that's almost enough to max five of ten. Almost, not quite. Maybe, maybe another month for him. Okay. Uh, one no, point. No, I, actually, I'm getting ready to max six of ten. I need. Uh, I think. It, I think I need six more days. So that's where I'm at. Six more days. Okay. Uh, look there. Extreme. 960. Jayberg, 1.5 million. Jonathan Ingram, 5, is ready to upgrade tomorrow. Folks, y you hear what I'm saying? Okay? Active nanoprobes, yes, it's a gate, but people have been waiting for this. Okay? Let's do independent credits next. Big Country, how many independent credits you got? Just I have zero. Zero. 
Okay, bad example. Jonathan Ingram. <laughs> what? How do you guys not have any? Upgraded. I I maxed. I upgraded Fat Okay. Meth money. So you did both the mo- okay. Now, guys, look at what's happening here. Wham, Jayberg, Jonathan Ingram, uh, Big Country. All right, none, zero. They're out. Why? Because they had a ton of them. They had a ton of them, and they spent them today. They spent them today. Why? Because new officers became available. Now, I listen. Big is not unintelligent okay we talked about this yesterday all right we talked about this again earlier today he knows that the muds were put into the store to help reduce the bank of currency that's been floating around for 339 days lmnop says don't punish us for this people are prepared no it wasn't about that you didn't even have to prepare Okay, people just had it because there was nothing else to spend it on. Okay, so so they had it. And, and, and I'm here to tell you, there is a difference between putting meth mud in transporter patterns and putting five of ten in transporter patterns when people have millions. Okay, there is a difference. So I don't think that Scopely did this wrong, to be perfectly honest with you. All right, because people are going to spend on these officers. Now, let's talk about these officers for a second because Blokemon says, I ain't spending jack on these guys. All right, these are awful officers, are they, though? Is any officer in the game, barring maybe five or six, is any officer in the game actually blow your mind good at tier one? There's a couple. Sure, there's a couple. I'm not saying there's not. Pike. Crusher, yeah, yeah, we're going to get to that, okay? Uh, Pike, Crusher, 5 of 10. Jonathan Ingram says TOS Kirk. Maybe, yeah, I can see that because his captain's ability is real good. Harrison, mm, not anymore, okay? Not anymore. All right, Curon, nah, that's debatable, okay? Yuki, I, yes, I can agree with Yuki. Mbenga, uh, absolutely, all right? There's a handful of officers that are amazing on Unlock. But how many officers are in the game now? And I want to take you back. I want to take you back to uh, May of 2020, big country. May of 2020. And by the way, shout out to Hugo, German Gregor, who came out and said it first. He said it first. He said it, I think, on this show first. And said, guys, 6 of 10 is going to be great one day. Everybody was throwing off on 6 of 10. Oh, he's worthless. He ain't doing nothing. 6 of 10 is terrible. Terrible officer. Horrible. Not worthy of being epic. Terrible. I'll never spend on that officer. Never do it. All right. Yet today, people are getting him to tier 2, tier 3, maybe even tier 4. Hmm. And he's bonkers good. Guys, let's go back to... Burnham, Burnham, Michael Burnham, okay? We said that big country, go back and listen to the show when she came out. What did we say, big? Hey, you know, as a, as a captain's maneuver, all right, fine, that's the speed boost. But as an officer, the shield stripper, right, big? What did we say? We said, this is going to be pretty good. 
This is going to be pretty good one day. It's going to take tier four, but it's going to be pretty good. Okay? Wham says she's still bad. I doubt it. Do you have her at tier four? Because tier four is where she's going to get bonkers, and she will get bonkers. Okay? Six of ten, got to tier four. He's amazing. Now, we take a look at the MUDs. We take a look at the MUDs. There are a few people who have predicted the the progression of the MUDs. All right? Let's start with MUD 2, Fat MUD. Let's start with MUD 2. MUD 2 has been uh, has had a fan in Gregor here on this show since he's been out. You hear him talking about him. Oh man, I just I can't get him to proc enough. I wish he would proc more. I need to get him upgraded. I love the proc. Uh, he's great when he procs. It's it's death. Okay, in PvP, if he procs, it's death, instant death for anybody he plays. Okay, anybody he plays. If he procs, it's instant death. If you're using Mud Two, I can assure you that Gregor was thrilled to death that the MUDs came into the Transporter Pattern Store. Okay? He was thrilled to death. Because he's like, man, I've been, I've been trying to grind out MUD for ages. He's been doing the Outlaw Store all the time. Okay? He's been doing it because he wants MUD too. Now, me personally, I mean, I don't think I'm ever going to get to the stage where MUD 2 is going to be super great for me. All right? Hudson says on what ship? Gregor uses him on the pylum. It gives you 14 kinetics in round one. You tell me. Is that not instant death in a G4 level 46 ship? Sounds like instant death to me. Okay? Instant death. All right? Scaly back. You know what, Scaly? You got my opinion. He says, I'm level 35. The pylum is dreaming, DJ. I agree. All right? Mud 2, and I said this yesterday, would not have been my first choice in the transporter pattern store, but I totally get it. I totally get it. Okay, wouldn't have been my first choice, but I understand it. All right, because the players who have millions of transporter patterns, they're actually up in those 40 levels. They want MUD 2. They're going to spend on him. Okay, and you saw in this chat here just a little bit ago about people wiping out millions of transporter patterns to get to him today. All right. And by the way, for the rest of us, there is a reason to do so. <gasps> oh my, no. Wait, what? <laughs> Guys, I'm here to tell you these three officers have a mechanic that I believe most of you guys have missed out on. All right. I believe most of you guys have missed out on it if you are a player who amasses transporter patterns. All right, now, when I say if you're a player that amasses transporter patterns, I mean, are you a player that follows the Ultimate DJ's playbook on how to get transporter patterns? Because if you do follow Ultimate DJ's playbook on how to get to transporter patterns, then you will accumulate millions of these over the span of a month. Today, by the way, for example, I started the day with 200, I think, and 12 thousand transporter patterns okay 212,000 transporter patterns I started the day with um there is a solo leaderboard event going on and I now have 1.4 million I picked up 1.2 million today today 
in the solo leaderboard. And by the way, I just played in the solo leaderboard 22 days ago. All right, folks, you absolutely can do it. All right, you can do it. I know people are going to say, I'm not going to do it, or I can't do it. Scaly Baxter will say, I'll never get there. Except you will. You just keep plugging away. Keep plugging away. You can do it. Okay? Keep plugging away at those, at those faction core chests, and you can do it. Dragon says, I can't do it. Yes, you can. You can do it. Yes, you can. Easy. You can do it. All right? Triple lock helps the big modes. Triple lock does make it easier. Okay, but even double lock, you can do it. You absolutely can. All right. By the way, I ground out enough transporter patterns today to actually take mud two all the way to tier four. And I will. I will. And why would I? Why would I invest into this officer, big country? I'm not going to PVP with him. All right. I'm sure I'm not going to PVP with him. What could I possibly do with this officer here now, today. Okay? And listen, it might not be for his abilities. Thank you, Divine. Divine's got it. These three officers, folks, I don't know if you've looked in Elkars, okay? These three officers are stacked with stats, but not overall. They're actually incredibly weak in two categories and bonkers good in one, okay? Uh, DJ27 says, all epics are stacked with stats. No, sir, they're not, okay? Go look at Carol Marcus. Go look at Gary Mitchell. Carol Marcus sucks. Okay? Go look at at uh, uh, even Pike. Pike doesn't have that great of stats, okay? Five, six are real good. Khan is real good, okay? I would argue that Kang and Crass are decent, all right? Guys, Mud 2, Mud 2 has a ridiculously high base attack, okay? As a matter of fact, at max, he's 1,893 attack points. Base. Base. All right? Now, let's do some more quick math here. 1,893. Um, big country. I'm sure you're not going to be able to do this quickly. Throw out a number. Uh, what is your total stat boost research now? With the academy, with research, it's got to be what? Three three times? Two and a half times? What's your, what is it? It's probably closer to three or four. Between three and four? Somebody? Anybody throw it out there? I don't know. I haven't even done mine. I wasn't prepared to do this. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't even matter. Okay, you look at here. Here's how you can tell. Here's how you can tell. Take a look at your con divided by the base figure, which is 2272 on attack. All right, that's your factor. Multiply that by 1893. Is, is Mud 2 as good as con? No. All right. Are people running more than one away mission at a time? Yes. 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 All right. And if I can put Mud 2, for example... On an away mission that focuses on attack, then that is one less spot that has to be tied up with a PvP officer or one of my big officers, one of my primary officers. If I can 
use Mud 2 instead of Gorkon, then I get my PvP officer back. You see? Let's talk about Meth Mud. Mud 1. What's he good for? <laughs> Nothing. Wrong. He's definitely strong on defense. He's freeing up a spot. Now, Vankman says, you're definitely being Mr. Brightside. No. I mean, maybe. All right? I'm telling you how you can use something that's been offered to you. Okay? And Away say- missions. Dude, away missions. <laughs> Andar says, they're not worth spending if you're free to play. Andar, I don't know that I agree with that. Right? Away missions. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I don't know that I agree with that, Andar. It depends. It depends on your ops. It depends on your progression. It depends on how hard of a grinder you are. How much time do you spend in Tygo Core? How much officer XP do you do you rack up? Okay? Because that stuff does matter. Okay? That does matter. How much can you, if you are free to play, how much of the currency can you get? Are you going to have enough XP to work on these officers? Okay? Because away teams is a permanent and real thing. Okay? It's a permanent and real thing. Now, uh, let's see. I'm with Crazy says, hey, for mid to high 30s level players with a few hundred thousand patterns, should we go for the new officers or go for our cores, Marcus, Kang, and Char? Depends, Crazy. Are you a big PvPer? Because if you are a PvPer, if that's your goal, then definitely do the cores. Okay? Absolutely. If you love PvP, you live to kill blue ships. Absolutely. But it's not the same for everybody. Andar says, absolutely. Jonathan Ingram says, no question. There is a question, though. If you hate PvP, and let's not, free, let's not forget, there are people here who hate PvP. Jonathan Ingram says, who doesn't PvP? Mm. You'd be surprised at the number of survey responses that hate PvP in this game. Okay, Some people hate PvP. All right. I love PvP. I do. All right. But look at Bernard. Hang on. Bernard, I would love your opinion. You say, I don't PvP. Okay. I don't PvP. Thank you. Bernard, come to the stage if you can. If not, just go ahead and type. All right. What officers would you focus on? If you're not a PvPer, would you not focus on the officers that have the statistics then or that offer PvE capabilities? Okay. Maybe. All right. I mean, just saying. Some people uh, are not going to focus on how to kill other blues. Some people are going to focus on other abilities or statistics. Okay? So there are ways to do that. And there are different officers for those players. Now, listen, I'm not saying, again, please hear me. I'm not saying that mud is my number one choice. It certainly was not, okay? And further, I expressed my disappointment to the overlords when I said, man, this would not have been my first pick, okay? I did. I said that. This is not my first pick. And, right, big country, there's a little bit of a lingering fear here, a little bit of lingering fear that it could be another 339 days before we get another update. I mean, is that is anybody thinking that? Is anybody yeah. worried? Is anybody worried? Yes. Yeah. Yeah? Yes, I, yes. I, I kind of <laughs> like the 
it's the, the way it is all the time. They like what they. I know they want a slow progression down and the grind, but I think the community does not have the same patience that Copley does. Like I, I would like to see things be done in a much faster. I think it's. I just think it's ridiculous to wait one year for something that's been taking. You know, they've talked about for a long time. I just. That's just my, like I said, that's just my opinion. I agree. I agree completely. A thousand percent. Which is why uh, I can comfortably tell you what I have been authorized to share today, which is Scopely acknowledges that and will not put themselves in that position again. I have been told, and I quote, this is step one in a long-term plan regarding the transporter patterns, and we will continue to visit this frequently. Okay, there you go. That is an official statement. It was authorized to share that exact way. All right, this is step one in a plan, and they do not plan on going another 339 days and uh, they uh, are going to revisit this frequently, okay? Uh, I don't know what that means, okay? No clue. Uh, to me, what it sounds like it means is that they're going to listen and we're going to see other types of sourcing uh, of officers that we've been after for a long time, okay? Now, does that mean that it should all go in to transporter patterns? I don't know, to be honest with you. Again, very quickly, for those of you with less than a million transporter patterns, throw them up into the chat. How many do you have? I saw some people earlier say, I got 40,000. I got 60,000. I got 100,000. I got 200,000. 250, okay? That, I mean, I'm here to tell you, that's not enough to max all the epics, okay? It's obviously not. So it's still not the best long-term sourcing, especially for free-to-play. You see what I'm saying? There has to be, which has been a common conversation, there has to be other, better ways to source officers. And this has Although been... I was saying that, it will snowball. It will snowball, though, because as you get one, that's another officer. As you get two, that's another officer that's going to accumulate them. So if people are working on their current core epics then is this going to snowball with how many you're going to get over time? Which is a gazillion percent why I have said to people, use your core faction recruits, okay? Use your core faction recruits. Guys, today, let me give you the math. It's going to blow your mind. Today, I picked up 1.2 million transporter patterns by spending 300,000 faction recruit tokens. Okay, 300,000 faction recruit tokens, which I saved up over a few weeks, 300,000, I got 1.2 million transporter patterns by just, by, by just using the core epics, okay? And Spock says, man, it takes forever to redeem them. Yes, it does. It is a ton of clicks, a ton of clicks, all right? It's horrible, a ton of clicks, but man... I'm really, really pleased today when I picked up 7 million officer XP and 1 million transporter patterns. All right. Now, 
Viking Star says, lucky you. No, it's not lucky. Buddy, I've been grinding on this for 14 months. 14 months. Okay? Back to, what, when did we do that episode, Stevens? There in March of 20? In March of 20, I started doing this. Might have been earlier. I don't remember. March of 20, February. was when we got 6 of 10 in the transporter patterns. That was what kicked it off, the discussion. Oh, so, so less than a year? Are you sure? I thought we did it in March. I think it was earlier because, remember, I was worried about losing Khan. It wasn't 6 of 10. It was Khan. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Remember. Remember that thing. But, but, but I know. But I know six of. I know six to ten was a piece of it, but I think Khan was the one that started it. I'll have to go back and listen. I'm pretty sure it was Khan. All right. Nonetheless, nonetheless. Oh, somebody says, why didn't you use them during the Alliance Officer event? I did some. I did a few. I didn't do a ton because it wasn't necessary and it didn't give the same number of points. Okay. So. <laughs> Medieval Knight says, speaking of, can you go to commercial and then take a 15-minute break? I, I need to win this event. <laughs> hey, you know, I've been actually watching it. I've got my game pulled up right now as well. All right. Uh, yeah, so do I. Yeah, I've got my game pulled up right now. There's 14 minutes left in the solo leaderboard, all right? Um, I'm up to 348,000 points. Somebody was chasing me, and I'm up to 348,000 points. So I, uh, I have every intention on winning. All right, I haven't even spent all my transporter patterns yet. All right, so again, guys, I, I'm just saying, I know that the MUDs might have at first seemed disappointing. All right, there was a reason they were chosen, A. B, they're not the worst things that could have happened, okay? They're actually really daggone good for away teams. Yeah, just saying, and that's a featured tentpole item yeah. this month. So if you plan on, you know, pursuing um, the away teams, who couldn't use more stats? Hey, big country. How are you doing trying to get to those stat bonuses on your epic assignments? I bet it's a challenge, isn't it? Nope. I can't hear you, but I think he said yes. I don't know where he went. I think he said yes. It's a challenge. It's tough. Yeah, it is. Okay. It is. Can and Housekeeping says, can 50s even hit 100%? Um, I don't yeah. know. Barely. Barely. Okay. It can happen. It can happen, but it's going to take time. It's going to take grinding, and he's going to have to get those officers. And and listen, I, if if the larger players did spend one to two million transporter patterns on these officers here today, then it may not. I mean, they did it with a reason. All right, big. Let me ask you: Do you plan on using Mud Two in PvP, or why did you decide to buy him? Just curious. Why? For what purpose? Uh, well, I mean, for another epic officer, whether it's for PvP, because I know, you know, Gregor likes to use them, so uh, that, you know, we've talked about it, um, you know, so I plan on, you know, getting the epic interceptor, so that's, you know, one ship I'll be curious to see how he, but even, even if it doesn't, and like I was talking about with somebody in the chat earlier, worst case scenario He's on the away mission, you know. So it's a, you know, another stat officer that you know I can use on an away mission, and just like you were speaking to, now I don't necessarily have to put, you know, Cross or Gorkin or you know Khan mm -hmm. on. You know, I can send both muds. There you go. All right. 
<clears throat> and I and I agree with that mentality. Now, Wham brings up a good point. I'm going to get ready to wind down with this. Wham says, no one's really complaining about the muds, are they? Well, yeah, a lot of people are. He says, my bigger complaint is I didn't really want them in the ultras because of officer dilution. They already have their own chest, which actually I said that, Wham. I, that's what I said yesterday and, and today in my meeting. I was like, you know, what about an unobtainable officer like Lorca? for example, okay? Like, what about officers who are already in the gotcha but not in the transporter pattern store like 5 of 10? Of course, we knew that 5 of 10 was not going to come there. I knew that, okay? That was never going to happen. 10 of 10 was never going to happen. 6 of 10 was already there, all right? I knew that they weren't going to do anything with the Borgs, not on day one, not of the first revision, all right? Uh, Lorca would have been great to see, truthfully. I really do believe that. TOS is too new, all right? And speaking of new, speaking of new, some people are fussing about the increase in price, okay? Um, let me ask you something, all right? And, and by the way, I'm not defending uh, this mentality, but it, it does make sense to me, okay? New stuff costs more. Old stuff is discounted. Now, obviously, this hasn't been discounted yet. I actually do expect changes to this store over time, all right? Um, I, I think... I mean, let me ask you this. Big Country, you made the comment to me yesterday. If they had put 5 of 10 in the Transporter Pattern store, yep. all right, if they had put 5 of 10 in the, in the Transporter Pattern store and they charged, well, I'm not, I'm, I'm not even going to give any ideas, but if, if she was charged a premium, would that have stopped you? I wouldn't have batted an eye. You would not have batted an eye. Wham, if, if 5 of 10 went in there and was charged a premium, would that have prevented you from doing it? Okay. Housekeeping says don't say it. That, that, I mean, here's the thing. They're putting these new officers in, and they, they paid a premium. Okay. Jonathan Ingram says I paid a premium for fat mud. Of course I'd pay a premium for five. Guys, I'm here to tell you, you don't have to tell me to stop talking. They already did it. Okay. They already did it. Now, Tequila says ask a normal player. Okay. Hey, Ultimate DJs. Hi, Ultimate DJs. Level 39. Spender, but not yet a whale. Did you pay for her, for Fat Mud? Yes. Why? Because I had millions of transporter patterns, and what else am I going to do with them? Yes. Okay. Divine says, would you get Lorca patterns if each Lorca shard costs double? Probably. I mean, it's a leftover currency. Yes, I'm going to use leftover currency to get me something good out of my leftover. Guys, you got to remember what transporter patterns are. Okay? Transporter patterns are extra shards of officers you already got. Okay? <laughs> Tequila says, you're not normal. You're a shill. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, <laughs> here's the thing. I did it. I did it. Okay? And, and again, I'm not giving you – thank you. Jonathan Ingram wraps it up with that. Literally, all my other officers are maxed. What else am I going to do with them? What else am I going to do with them? All right? Choice is what they are. And I'm here to tell you, all right, if Scopely does continue to reiterate on this store, let, do you remember, Stevens Aaron, back in February when we did this whole big thing, this whole big survey, the poll, we did the episode on it, and I told you that I wrote a plan and that I submitted it to yeah. Scopely. I wrote a plan. I sent it to Scopely. Not that I'm claiming anything, all right? I'm, I'm, I'm not, okay? I did not recommend 5 of 10 
on day one of the new transporter pattern store. I did not. Sorry, I didn't. Okay, because I knew what was going to happen. And by the way, Jonathan Ingram, Big Country, Jay Berg, Maztec, Tabby Moza, Raxnar are proving me correct. They spent on this officer, and he's not even the best one in the game. He is epic, okay, but he's not the best one in the game. Now, P.S., I did not suggest premium prices. I did not. But I did suggest new and uh, new officers and old officer bundles. For example, for example, my opinion, if I'm running this project, okay, fine. The MUDs are in there at a premium because they're new, all right? Uh, six months from now, they get discounted to the same price as everything else. And just for extra funsies, I'm going to pick at random one of the older bundles, one of the older officers, not an officer that Big Country needs, not an officer that Jonathan Ingram needs, not an officer that, that Jay Berg needs. I'm going to pick a core like Kang, like Pike, like Khan, and I offer a quote-unquote Kmart going out of business special I propose what they did on Father's Day. 100 shards for a discounted price at 36,000 transporter patterns or something like that. Not all the time. Definitely not all the time. Okay? One weekend of month. One weekend a month. I suggest that an older officer for the free-to-play, all right, for the low spend, for the people who don't have a million transporter patterns, Okay? I suggest that an older, closeout, discount, day one officer gets the discount pack. Okay? That was my suggestion. That was in my plan. All right? Because, again, the VIPs don't care about Gorkon. They've already got them maxed. All right? But, but Scalyback doesn't. Now, Scalyback, would you not be thrilled at the opportunity in a transporter pattern revamp do you care about the premium if on occasion you can catch that doorbuster sale? Okay? Do you care? Hmm. Do you care if mud costs 1,100 shards or 1,100 patterns per shard if you can come back one day and pick up 100 Marcus shards for 36,000? Okay? There is a way to reiterate this for everybody. And this was all in my plan. And... Scopely has been super receptive to talking about it as late as today. I was on the phone. Guys, I was going to do the show at 3.30. I was going to do the show at 3.30 today. I was absolutely not going to cut off the people that I was talking to to say, hey, I got to go do a podcast. (laughs) Okay? I let them have their time and ask their questions. Okay? I wanted to continue that conversation. Now, Arian says, but will they actually drop the old ones is the bigger question. I don't know. I have no idea. All right. Will MUD 2.0 be 1,000 in six months? I don't know. I hope so. I hope that they reimagine this transporter store very similarly to, to how I do. Okay? But I don't know. What I do know is that they say they've got a plan. They have Good shared luck. very little of it Good. with me. Good night, Carl, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, big, big's at the Taco Bell drive-thru. <laughs> 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 
Big's like, I need 48 tacos. Um, all I can say is that there, that there is a plan, okay? And I hope that the plan kind of aligns with what I'm thinking. Um, they say that they're going to give it constant attention. T.H. Thune, soon, Thune, all right? And they've already told me that they have already planned their next set of changes. Now, when it happens, I don't know. But they have a plan, okay? So, folks, we shall see. But I think that there is one thing that we should take away from this, whether or not you like the MUDs, whether or not you appreciate that they're here, whether or not you believe that they're worth investing in, the bottom line is, after months and months and months, 339 days, in fact, we got a change, okay? We got an update. We got a, a, a beneficial upgrade, and it's here. Okay, so there it is. Lego says, I wish the rares, especially the new ones, weren't so diluted. Uh, Which ones are you talking about, Lego? Because don't forget, guys, the MUDs, if you're after those, they do still have their own dedicated, you know, chest. Okay, so you you could do that. Now, hang on, Wham. Wham says, add more tiers to all the officers. I I don't know if that's a good idea, Wham, just simply because there's so many officers already. And... One thing that was made abundantly clear to me today is that there is a bunch more coming. Okay? I mean, does that not make sense? We just started one of the biggest properties in Star Trek history. We got officers coming. Okay? So, just saying. Scalyback says, if your rep is high enough, you're talking about for the outlaw chest, I got you. Okay. Um, we'll continue to feedback on this. We will continue to feedback. I know that officer sourcing is a big thing right now. Uh, and, uh, and, Listen, today, I feel like the update to the transporter pattern store is a win. We do have other issues, but baby steps, okay? Baby steps. All right, last thing. Um, Let's see. Bull says, you don't think they're going to add more tiers? They don't currently max at Captain. I mean, listen, obviously, they have the ability to do that, okay? Do I think that they're never going to add more tiers? No, I think that they could eventually one day. I don't think that's anywhere near the top of their list right now. They're, they got a lot going on over there, okay? They got a lot going on. So uh, that's that's what I think. Night Slammer says, hey, how about a look at the faction-specific recruit chest where most of us get the transporter patterns from? Night Slammer, you just kind of said why well, I don't want to change that. <laughs> that's where we get our transporter patterns from, <laughs> okay? So, uh, you know, all right. Uh, no, we haven't answered. Uh, as a matter of fact, gosh, we're running out of time, and I really kind of wanted to get into Crusher and, and Jordy and Data. That was at the top of my list. Uh, oh, big country left. That was at the top of my list, and I really wanted to get into it, but uh, we're, we're running low on time. Very quickly, let me give you this, okay? The special star chart that was awarded in the 20th Mitigation. milestone, the 20th milestone of your battle pass, the special star chart, okay? Here is your official communication. There will be a special away team's assignment coming in the next few days okay in the next few days there will be a special assignment that is available in either your gift section or the event store i'm almost sure that that i think they're going to put it in the event store it's going to be like like we had the other day it's going to be like a starter bundle you click it and it's going to give you an away team assignment in its own special unique spot 
So you don't have to worry about keeping a spot open. You don't have to worry about having, you know, seven or eight active assignments. It's going to be in its own special, unique spot. So no matter what you've got running, you will get this when you claim it. All right. Um, I do not know what's going to be in it. It is not meant to be earth shattering. Okay. It is just a bonus for finishing the, um, the battle pass. Okay. But uh, when it shows up, it's a special assignment that you can get in and, uh, and be able to complete. So, uh, for example, some of you may, when you see it, maybe don't want to claim it right away. You want to make sure that you've got your best officers in case there's something good in it, okay? That's exactly what I was just saying. Housekeeping says, should we have our best officers available? I don't know. I honestly don't know what's going to be in it, okay? I truly don't. So, like I said, when it shows up, I may potentially want to make sure I have my best officers on hand just in case. Housekeeping says, are they going to be epic rewards? I doubt it, okay? To be perfectly honest with you, I doubt it. Uh, the way that they were talking today, I expect it to be, um, I expect it to be whipped cream on top. Okay. No, I don't think it's going to be epic. I, I, I mean, I'm saying that. Okay. Honestly, I don't think it's going to be epic. I think it's just going to be a nice little bonus and it's going to happen in the next couple of days. Okay. That probably within a day, two or three, they're going to get that out. So that's what it's going to use. And, and by the way, you're going to have to use the bundle to unlock the assignment and then you will use your one special star chart to enter the assignment, like just like you would use your, your rare keys or your epic keys, the star charts, whatever, okay? Uh, could it be a frame? Could be. Who knows? Okay, I have no idea, all right? Um, but, you know, who knows? All right, I, again, I don't think, guys, don't let, it, don't let it get you super excited, okay? I think it's just like a wrap-up, okay? I don't think, I don't think you're going to get a full pull of data or anything like that. Don't expect that. That ain't happening. Um, will it be better than 100 inert nanoprobes? Probably. I hope. Oh, crap. The event's over. Did I get sniped? Dag. Oh, I won. Woo. <laughs> Woo. That was close. Oh, let me go. Let me take a deep breath and uh, take our final break. When we come back, a very quick, very quick, all right, uh, super quick look at Beverly Crusher, Jordy LaForge, and Commander Data, and why I believe Commander Data may be the next six of ten. <laughs> yes. DJ, you're freaking crazy. Am I, though? No, you're not. Mm. Ragsnar says, Data is crap. Kalmick says, it's garbage. Divine says, ha, 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 what a good laugh. Uh, but maybe. Just maybe. Maybe. We'll talk about it coming up right after this break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live. Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll be back in a moment. Don't go anywhere. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Pam Cooking Spray. Now introducing new Pam Anderson Cooking Spray for stick-free cooking with silicone. Microsoft presents Foggy Windows, the software that helps you hit on women just like Bill Gates. I'll get you the password to their hearts. Other dating apps make you connect with women before you start hitting on them, but Foggy Windows lets you email them directly, like they're one of your employees. You can ask for a lap dance from your laptop. And while our competitors claim they're the best, Foggy Windows takes a backseat to no one. But we take a backseat with plenty of people. Microsoft Foggy Windows. With so much data, you'll date like a CEO. It puts the hard 
in hard drive. <laughs> get it? Let's get it started in here. And the bass keeps running, running, and 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 in this context, there's no disrespect. So when I bust my rhyme, you break your neck. We got five minutes for us to disconnect from all intellect and let the rhythm affect. Lose the inhibition, follow your intuition, free your inner soul and break away from tradition. Cause when we be out, girl, it's full of out. You wouldn't believe how we wow shit out. Run it till it's burned out, turn it till it's turned out. Act up from northwest, east, south. Everybody, everybody, let's get into it. Get stoned, get started, get started, get started. Let's get it started, let's get it started in here. Let's get it started, let's get it started. Everybody, let's get it started. Actually, it just finished. The officer recruits solo leaderboard just wrapped up, and you guys posting your results. Not bad. Very good, some of you. Pretty daggone proud of most of you there. Hey, JT Bob finishing third place in his bracket. 200,000 points. That's a great score, man. That's an excellent score. Medieval Knight uh, winning his with 180,000. Congratulations to you. Big Country. Where did Big Country go? Did he ever come back? Big country putting up stupid numbers, but he told you how he did it, right? He said that he, he blew a bunch. He blew a million nor- north of a million on fat mud, all right? Bam, big time, all right? Sanzo says during the break, I don't understand. How do you get to tier five without spending? Are you talking about data? All right, if you're talking about data, then we can talk about it. But, but here's the thing. We have said the same thing about l- all the officers in this game. Okay, we've spent this. We've said the same thing. We said the same thing about six of ten. We've said the same thing about all the cores, Kang and Pike and and Marcus and Sharvenik and this and that. Lord Farquaad finishing. uh, Oh, you didn't participate, but number one on your server getting in your bracket, one hundred thirty thousand points. Okay, very good. Uh, Pedro. Uh, number one on your server, finishing with ninety six thousand. Hey, Doctor Link, congratulations to you winning. Wow. Winning your bracket with 30,000 points. Uh, Stradalorian winning with 152. Congratulations to you. All right. Arian finishing second with 104,000 points. Okay. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Congratulations to all of you who played. Uh, look at there. Eden, 153, finished second place. Okay. Guys, the, the point here of this particular event, of this particular um, accumulation of transporter patterns, I mean, we've done multiple shows on it. You, you just, if you think you can't do it, look at these scores. You're wrong. You can do it. And I guarantee, I guarantee, I would be willing to bet you a crisp $5 bill that anybody who played in this event here today spent $0. I guarantee it. Somebody tell me I'm wrong. Big Country, did you spend any dollars on your on your mini event leaderboard today he paid no. no okay i didn't i accumulate i grind this stuff shintari says i actually did spend 100 dr link said nothing okay well sorry arian said zero <laughs> shintari uh spent 100 got second place okay 
Meta Evil Knight says, I don't see how you got over a million transporter patterns, though. All right? I only got around 200,000 with all officers max. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, lucky? I, I don't know. I mean, I spent, uh, like I said, I spent, um, you know what? It was, I, so I spent 300,000 faction credits, but uh, Meta Evil Knight, I did, I, I, I might have lied to you because I also spent 100,000 ultras today. So I also spent 100,000 ultras. Um, so between the ultras and the 300,000 faction credits, then I ended up with a million. Uh, Jersey James said 22 days. Yeah, roughly. No, I don't know. I don't know people $5. Why do I owe people $5? Oh, because somebody said that they spent money on the event. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess maybe. No, not going to, I'm not going to pay. Uh, no, Karkin, can you believe that? No, I did 110,000 ultras. Zero lucky pulls. We were actually talking about that in the chat. I'm so terribly unlucky when it comes to the recruit boxes. I never get full pulls. I mean, literally, wham, statistically, mathematically, I spent 100,000 ultras. I should have gotten... Uh, I should have gotten five lucky pulls today. I got zero. Scope, scope, scope probably switched it off on your account. Uh, your buddy, I guarantee you. <laughs> I guarantee you, I have not gotten, I bet you, I said this earlier in the chat, I bet you I've not gotten more than 10 full pulls in the history of my account. History of my account. Two and a half years. Okay? It, I, I Definitely no more than 10. All right? It's terrible. I spent 110,000 ultras. Now, somebody's asking, how long did you, uh, did you amass your ultras? I don't know. Long time. Long time. The only reason I did it today was because of the 2X. Okay, but I've never, I've never done, um, I've never spent ultras because I, I feel ultras are so diluted. I, I don't, I mean, it's not, a, it's not a good investment for me. So, anywho, um, I save them and save them and save them. It's probably been the last, it's probably been the last time we had a two X chess is when I spent them. Go ahead, big. So you said you know you talked to the devs and and whatnot. So. Do you think that, you know, like I said, I think that, you know, we've had these conversations. I'm not going to go into the stance, but, you know, my my stance has always been that there's a disconnect between, you know, what the devs feel like, how the game plays, and, you know, how the community feels the game plays. There's there's a disconnect between, you know, some of that. We, we've documented that. Uh, you know, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. But one thing I would like to see, and and I, I think you were gonna, you kind of led to it, but I just want to kind of be sure. So I think one of the things that they are is that they are a lot slower with things than the community would like. To me, like once the arc is over and there's epic officers, like the next that when the arc is over, all those epic officers could be right into the ultra recruit test. The test. I don't the think... premium officer should be right. It should be. It should be as soon as it's done. And the same with like you said it before. The transporter patterns are extra patterns, extra charge of officers that you've unlocked. And you know what? That's what it should be. Once you've unlocked an officer, then you should be able to. I mean, by theory, you should be able to use a transporter pattern to get more charge of that officer. It's all the officers that you unlock should be in 
should they should have that threat, whether it's a common, rare, or epic. Once you unlock it, you should be able to make transporter patterns and make more stars. I don't think that's a bad idea. I know I know why Scopely's not going to do it. All right, but but I don't think it's a bad idea. Um, you know, officer sourcing has been a thing that's been talked about um, in the these meetings for like the last couple of months I, since February. It, it's come up frequently. We talk about this. We talk about that. Like for example, I've specifically asked the question: Why is Lorca not in the game? Where the hell's Lorca? Why is he not in the disco chest? Like that doesn't make sense to me. Why is Lorca not in the discovery chest? Okay, like that doesn't make sense to me. So uh, and and further, where are the TOS officers? Okay, now granted they're newer, I get that, but the disco chest didn't go away. So why did the TOS chest go away? You know, the muds always had their their special chest that hasn't gone away. So why did TOS go away? And I, and I don't understand it. Okay, I don't know. I don't have the answer for you. But I know that that it's not just me that's been screaming about officer sourcing, that's been talking about ways to get them faster. Because let's face it, with thousands of shards needed to work on officers, it's not like we're going to pick this up in, o- overnight. It's, it's not like we're going to pick it up in a year, even. But... I wanted to, I wanted to bring one more thing up, because so, I took a screenshot of like before and after. So I think I told you uh, the same thing with me. I had, it was almost 300,000 ultra recruit tokens. And I, and I spent them all today. Mm -hmm. So I took a a before and after. And in that 300,000, you know, I got one lucky pool. And I, I showed you that the 10 of 10, 115, but you know, five of 10 is in there. Of that 300,000, we only earned 80 shards yeah. of that 300,000. <laughs> buddy, I'm you know, with you. I'm with you. Shards. That's a thing. So, like, once you just put all the officers in there, it's not like, it's not like, you know, you know, like I said, there, there's, you know, look, there's a chance, there's a chance you could get a lucky pull, you know, but they, Larka, the TOS officers, once the arc is over, all the officers should just be in the chest and, you know, let, let, uh, you know, let them slowly grind out. You're slowly going to grind them out. You know, I'm going to shout out Blue Mandalorian. I don't know if he's actually here and listening, but he had a great idea last night when we were just hanging out and we were just chatting. Um, and, and he said, you know, listen, let's look like, like the disco officers have a chest. Lorca should be in it. Okay. Outlaws have a chest. Fine. That's good. Everybody can get to that. Uh, TOS should have a chest. Guess what? The Borg should have each arc should have their own chest. And, and guess how you do the Borg one. And by the way, all the kudos in the world to blue Mandalorian. This was his idea. All right. Why we have an entire Borg refinery. Why can you not put a bundle up there, an officer recruit bundle, and charge 8,000 charge nanoprobes just like you do everything else up there? Charge 8,000 charge nanoprobes for five Borg shards and do it just like every other freaking officer chest in the game. All right? Just like the faction recruit chest. All right? Put all the Borgies in there. Do five shards with a with an 80, uh, you know, whatever, a 10, 80, 20 breakdown or a 10, 80, 10 or whatever, however you want to do it. I don't care. All right? 
There should be a Borg chest right there. You've already got a refinery. Put a Borg chest in there. Let people spend their charged nanoprobes on working on those officers. And, and not only do you give the perception that you're making real progress every single day, okay, but you're, you're going to, players are going to feel better about seeing those shards go up every single day. And, and, and again, a 24-hour cooldown, just like everything else. Let me ask you, anybody, raise your hand if you would not spend charged nanoprobes on a Borg recruit chest even if it was only five shards. Because I, I would. I would spend 8000 a day on that chest. In a heartbeat, says Curious. Okay? It's the equivalent of the Augment chest and the Outlaw chest and the Disco chest. It's just, it's, <clears throat> I don't understand. I don't get that. So, Big, I'm with you. I feel your pain. I don't know why they do what they do regarding officers. I do know that they have an exclusivity type thing that they attach to these officers. All right. They want players who paid to be able to use them exclusively for X period of time. Well, how long is that? We've asked that question a lot. What is the period of exclusivity? All right. I'd love to know what the actual answer to that is because I don't think there's a standard. I don't think there's an actual answer to that question. And yes, I agree. The Borg should be well out of that by now. All right? To be honest with you, so should Lorca. Uh, the, the only officers that should be in that period of exclusivity right now should be TOS. All right? Everything else should have a chest. Everything else should have a path. All right? Evil Genius is being generous and saying even six months max. I got to tell you, by six months, I expect them to be, you know, not only in their own chest, but I expect them to be in the transporter store. Okay? And, for the record, I'm okay with them going into the transporter store at a premium if they're brand spanking new. Okay? But I... Oh, come on. <laughs> don't do that. Uh, I, 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 I don't know. I'm okay with them going in to the transporter pattern store Maybe it's six months. I don't know. I, I would still like sooner. But even sooner than that, they should have the chest. Like, TOS salvage should come back. It should come back. All right? Now, let's talk about data very quickly because i got to wrap up. All right? Data is one of these that I think is going to... Uh, I think he's going to come into his own. Let, let's look at his ability, please. Please go into the game very quickly. Okay? Captain Planet says, brand new, 5,000 transporter patterns. No, no, no. I don't, I don't think they do that. Okay? I don't, I don't think they do that. But Venkman says, do you think they'll bring down the price after putting on a premium? Um, I know that I will be advocating for that. Okay? Like, even today during my call, I said, hey, I can get behind. I can understand that, that a new officer is going uh, to be premium or have a higher price tag. I said, but... I mean, there's going to come a time, you know, when that exclusivity period or, or, you know, like, are these going to go back to normal price eventually? All right. And, and I was said that that was, that was in discussion, that they were going to do some type of rotating carousel of the newer officers. And that's how they, that was one of the things that was being discussed about how to keep it fresh. All right. But on the other hand too, big, there's other pieces of the conversation that are like, 
do we really want to put 50 officers in the transporter pattern store? You know, and and I, I kind of see that point as well, although my answer is yes. I'll scroll to what I want or put them in tabs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like put them in groups. But they look at officer sourcing very differently than we do. And I, and I, don't, I don't fully understand it. All right. But as long as we are seeing new options uh, and as long as we are seeing movement, then I, I, I can't be dissatisfied. If they continually add new officers for me to acquire, then I'm fine. Okay. I don't, I mean, I don't want it to be a year and a half, but if I continue to see movement there, then I'm, I'm feeling better about it. Okay. Now, uh, guys, we're running out of time. Let's take a look at data. All right. First thing I want you to do is take a look at data's officer card. Let's take a look at, at his abilities. All right. And, and um, we're going to talk about this very, very quickly and I, with not as much time as, as I should. Okay. But uh, captain's ability first. When fighting hostiles and armadas, data increases critical hit chance by 17%. Speaks for itself. Not bad. Pretty daggone good. You put him in an armada. You put Khan on the side, like you're just boosting how fast your crits go. You're, you're, you're giving yourself, you're fast-tracking your number of crits by about three rounds, okay, truthfully. Uh, you put Data in the captain's chair, put Khan on the side, uh, you're, you're going to skip three rounds worth of warm-up, okay? Uh, you look at the officer ability. Now, this is, this is big. When fighting non-player targets, including mission hostiles, which is interesting notation there, Non-player targets, data increases basically attack or penetration by 60%, okay? Now, that looks poo-poo. Everybody says data's poo-poo. <laughs> Everybody, now please go take a look at 6 of 10. Take a look at 6 of 10 and take a look at his officer ability. All right. And by the way, all right, I've got him maxed. Uh, Jersey James says it is poo-poo. I'm here to tell you why it's not. All right. Uh, take a look at 6 of 10. At base, he is, what, 10%? 10% increase to attack. Now, okay, this is a cumulative growth every time you fire a shot. It's going to increase by 10%, okay? Meaning that um, basically once your ship has used its weapons six times, oh, sorry, 5% at base, all right. So once you use your ship uh, or your ship has fired 10 separate weapons shots, then six of 10 is now equal to data. Now, we have done the math. Okay, we've done now. Blue says of not of base, but of of attack. So uh, let me let me go back here. Six of ten increases five percent of the total attack added to the stats. Okay, I'm fine with that. Then we come back over here to data, and he's adding sixty percent of the base to go back. Now, if you take a look at the base, uh, is the base for example? Let's put him on a random ship. All right, put him on a random ship. And take a look at, uh, well, I guess you can't really see the base figures. We'd have to go to Elkars for that, okay? Uh, and you're right. Medieval Knight points it out. Um, 6 of 10 boosts off of officer stats. Data boosts off of the ship stats, okay? At ship stats. Now, 
There's a lot of research that goes into that. Uh, officer ability is going to play into that. Do I think that he is as good as 6 of 10? Probably not, because 6 of 10 has basically an unlimited value. Plus, he's cumulative. He is, in fact, cumulative. All right? However, data is written very similarly, all right, except he doesn't stack. But his ability is literally 12 times higher than 5 of 10 at tier 1. Okay? So is this cat a tier 1 monster? Nope. How many officers are tier 1 monsters? Not very many. All right? But it's 60% of tier 1. Now, if you go into Elkars, all right, let's pull it up here. Officer data. Okay, here we go. Epic data gets to 300% by tier 5. Now, obviously, it's a long way off. I'm not saying that anybody's going to be there anytime soon. But just like Burnham, just like 6 of 10, just like so many officers in the game that come into their own late at tier 3 or tier 4 or tier 5, okay? <clears throat> I'm telling you, tier 4, okay, he is going to come into his own. Is it going to take time? Absolutely. It's going to take time, all right? But it, it's, it's going to happen, okay? Blue says, so a 10,000 attack gives you 500 uh, additional penetration. Uh, well, yeah, tier one, which sucks. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. It sucks. All right? But now you take it at 240% or 300%, it matters. Okay? It matters. Okay, so, uh, and, and again, it's non-player targets. So you're looking at penetration against what? Armadas? Hostiles? All right? And, and what I'm here to tell you, folks, is that we've already got a great hostile crew, don't we? Pike Maro Chen. What has Ripper? Ripper is famously quoted as saying this at the beginning of this arc. It seems like we, ah, JM says, we don't care. We got Pike and Moreau, except... Except, Rip said this at the beginning of the arc, and I agree with him wholeheartedly. It seems like we are trying to develop other PvE crews. We're trying to find another solid PvE crew. Because up until this point, there are none. Now you take data, and let's take a look at Beverly Crusher. Who, by the way, at Tier 1 is blow your socks off amazing, all right? You heard it here. Beverly Crusher is blow your socks off amazing. <laughs> JM says, why try to find a replacement for something that works so great? It's not meant to be a replacement. It's meant to be a secondary option. It's meant to be so that you can do more than one thing at a time. It's meant to be so that you can multitask. So that, for example, today, while my jelly is trying to wait 17 years on a soul trader, I can actually have somebody else on my Stella and going and grinding uh, for my Clear the Coast. Okay? JM says, man, just don't multitask. Nah, I don't like that. I don't like that. You say multitasking is overrated, and that's fine. If you don't want to, but I kind of like being efficient and getting out. All right? 
I like getting getting things done and getting out. All right. Hey, Raxnar post an idea, guys. Just try this out. You like uh, Crusher in the captain's chair, Khan on the side, and Six of Ten on the side. Okay? Crusher, Khan, and Six. I actually kind of like that, Raxnar. All right? I came up with something slightly different. All right? Let me take a look at my notes here very quick. Here's what I was thinking. Um, I like, uh, crazy enough, I like 5-6 Khan still as a primary. Big disagrees with me, all right? But I love 5-6 Khan. Uh, I love 5-6 Khan on my auger. I think it's beast mode, all right? I love it. So... Let's be clear. <laughs> I, I like 5-6 Khan. I, I do. What I, I, what I don't like is the auger. You don't like Go the ahead. auger. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't like the auger. I do like 5-6 Khan. That's my primary Armada crew, all right? Um... I can see Kirk spawn uh, Kirk spot Crusher being used as a secondary crew. I could also see Crusher Data Marcus being used in Armadas. Why Marcus? That's preposterous. Why would you use Marcus? Because he's a defense booster. I don't necessarily care exactly what he's doing. But not only that, do keep in mind that all targets do have mitigation. So Marcus Shar and um, Marcus Shar and uh, Kang are not the worst options you could ever use. All right, they're not great, but they're not the worst. You could also look at Crusher Data Decius. Okay, again, not the best option, but we're looking at secondary options here. All right, I mean, think of this: if I got five six Con running, and then I got Kirk Spot Crusher running, all right, I got two crews. That is two armadas that I can be in at once and be effective. All right? Or, like I did today, go ahead. I'd, and win events well, in the solo board. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Look here, Crusher, Gorkon, and Khan. Also a good combination. All right? Five can be used in a lot of different ways, and we are seeing Crusher now being used very, very strongly. Take a look at this one. This is not one I would have thought about, but Crusher in the captain's chair with Ash and Giorgio on the sides. Okay? Uh, okay. Have to do a little bit of testing on maybe a larger target. I don't know if that's, if that's the best use there, but, hey, seems to be working. Guys, I'm here to tell you, Crusher looks pretty daggone good. Okay? Crusher looks good. I do not have two augers. I only have one. All right? Uh, which means I'm going to use my Enterprise or my Jelly. Now... What is traditionally, traditionally, a great crew for jelly in armadas? Big, a jelly armada crew. Go. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. What? Why do you keep hitting the button? Sorry. And, uh, uh, I like uh, Kirk, Kirk, Spock, and Khan. Kirk, Spock, Khan. Okay. Uh, secondary to Khan, just out of curiosity. Who would you put there instead of Khan? Oof. Uh, um, five Kirk Spock. Five Kirk Spock. That uh, was, yeah, that's actually probably. Yeah, five Kirk Spock is, five, is good too. Yeah. Five Kirk Spock. The goal should always be to use five, right? You always want extra rewards. So if you can do an armada, you definitely want five. Everybody okay. should agree on that. I agree. I love five. I love five. Uh, so five Kirk Spock. Cool. Good. 
Um, I have a slight issue with that because I like trying to keep five and six together. Uh, but here's the thing. If you use five and six, Crusher doesn't have to be there. Okay? So I may go crazy here, and I might say Crusher. Uh, no, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Kirk. Mm, I go Kirk Spot Crusher. I know that, that Crusher's captain's ability kind of does the same thing as Kirk Spock, so that might not be the best thing to use. But I like 5-6 con. I'm going to stick with that. Uh, Crusher, officer ability, is going to give me mitigation like 5 of 10, uh, which arguably means maybe I don't need Kirk Spock there anymore. I don't know. More testing, possibly. I do like the idea of Crusher, con and, and say, Lorca for hull breach, uh, which would be cool. But if I'm going to do that, to be perfectly honest with you, Blue... Uh, if I'm going to look at, at Hull Breach, then I'm probably going to go Data Crusher. Data uh, data Crush. Well, no, I don't have room for Hull Breach. I don't know. But long story short, we could spend an entire night talking about new combinations with Beverly Crusher. Bottom line is, she's wicked. She's really good. Okay. Um <clears throat> Just, you know what I think? I think, I think the kind of what you're saying, and I, I like the fact is that, you know what, now, before, you know, we, we all had great, or you had your preference to Armada Cruise. I think now, with these new officers, you're now getting a quality secondary Armada crew. And, yeah, you, you this, I don't think anything was ever designed to, uh, was anything was ever designed to be a new epically change the game officer but ripper said it best these officers are giving us real viable alternatives uh if i may i'm going to wrap the podcast up with this okay i am going to show you very quickly very quickly uh a couple of battle logs okay um i did this one first and i'm going to bring it in i'm going to put it in the graphics room just so i don't have to upload it multiple times okay this is, uh, by the way, big. I actually got this idea from you. I took my Stellar, okay? Took my Stellar, and I went over to Lindrum. All right? Uh, Lindstrom. Lindstrom. Actually, you know what? I don't even like the one that I'm putting up right now. Let me delete that one. That's not the one that I wanted. Um, this one right here. Because up until this point, I hit all level 40s, okay? So, big, I got my inspiration from you. Um, here is... A picture of the summary page of me hitting a level 40 with absolutely no officer abilities or benefits at all except for mitigation from Beverly Crusher's officer ability. Okay? Now, for the record, big country, I don't know if you're seeing it. Uh, for the record, I'm using two of ten as captain. That's stupid. Why would I use two of ten as captain? And I'm using Ston. That's even stupider. Why would I do that? That's silly. Why would I do that? <laughs> Why would I do that? Because my Stella fills up after like three or four hostels. All right. Now, big country, we've talked about this. Let's tie, let's tie the circle together. Okay. Let's tie the circle together. What costs, but when you get to outlaw, okay, you got to che check in 300,000 keys a day. All right. The Stella only has 100,000 cargo space. That means three trips, okay, three trips to outlaw space just to kill those 
annoying little traders. And by the way, it's not like you have to spend a ton of time. You spend a ton of time warping, all right? Because you'll fill 100,000 keys in like five or six hostels, okay? So I want to try to increase my cargo capacity. Two of 10 is captain, Ston on the side. I get 160,000 cargo space now. 160,000 cargo space. Now, all I need to do is survive eight hostels. Why do I need eight hostels? Because each hostel is giving me roughly 20,000 keys. Again, this is in the graphics room. I need to survive eight. I don't care if it's barely or if it's a bunch. As a matter of fact, I would almost rather die at eight, Big. That way I don't have to recall. <laughs> I want to die at eight. That way I don't have to recall. And then I can come right back. And by the way, it saves me one round trip. Instead of 300,000 keys, I get a 160 each. Two trips instead of three. Okay? Two trips instead of three. Looky there. Um, virtual Army. How did you get yours to 175? Oh, Synergy with the Borgi officer. Synergy with the Borg. Look there, Virtual Army's got me tagged. Got me, got me beat. That's what, that's what I like to do, DJs. I will actually run two Stellas, put two of Tannis Captain, full Synergy, and that will get you 160. And then five whoever stone on the other one, it's 140. And then one trip gets you 290000 The goal is to save you time. Bringing three stones is faster. It would be. It would be. <laughs> hey, but hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me let me expand on that point. Wham just said it. The thing is, bring three ships. It's faster. Okay. Who do I put on the freaking third one? It doesn't matter. It's uh, Your outlaw research, once it's so high, you can put in the bingo on there. It doesn't matter. Okay. I have no problem killing anything. And, and I can I can go with just a captain and and still not die. Well, so it doesn't matter. I do. So not everybody is quite to that spot. However, I do want to illustrate his point. I do want to illustrate his point. Here is me running Stella without a third officer because <laughs> I wanted to uh, test and see how good Crusher was going to be. All right. In this particular case, Wham's absolutely right. Crusher, I don't think, is the best one to use with Stella. Okay, I was actually going to put this out here. I don't think she's the best one to use with Stella because I didn't even put anybody in the third slot and I still filled 160,000 of my cargo. That being said, I kind of like exactly what um, Virtual Army just put up here. If I don't need the third slot, then I absolutely probably should have put Synergy there with uh, two and tried to see if I can get 175. Okay, so that, yeah, I, I would have done that. Now, I do want to point out that she did do something, Wham. All right, she did do something. As a matter of fact, oh, man, I hope I still have this battle log, and I bet I don't. I went to a super secret special testing system last night. My entire alliance was making so much fun of me. They're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, yeah, I went to a super secret special test system. All right, oh, I do have it. I do have it. Guys, let me show you something. All right, first of all, let me show you what I did here, okay? And I'm not going to uh, I'm not going to tell you a whole lot about where I go for this. Probably should, but shouldn't. All right, take a look at this. It's in the graphics room, okay? I just used whatever, okay? And by the way, I did not go to Exchange Wham because I did not want 
all of the exchange research. I still flew my Stella, but against normal hostiles, none of that research matters. Okay? So, I used GG, Ash, and Beverly. And, uh, and I used my Stella, but I was just going to test things. Okay? So, let me show you what I'm looking for uh, out of this battle log. All right? Um, <clears throat> let me show you this right here. It's in the graphics room. And we're getting ready to wrap up. Mitigation is what I was after. I, by the way, my crusher is tier one. And by the way, she's actually still level one. I didn't even level her yet. All right. She's level one, tier one. And she, uh, along with my other research in the game, okay, uh, is mitigating 71.2%. Guys, I'm here to tell you that Beverly Crusher is enough to put you over the hump. Now, the, the better test here, admittedly, would not have been in Stella. The better test would have probably been in, like, uh, a Centurion or a Saladin, probably, okay? Uh, because, Wham, correct me if I'm wrong, there are actually still a couple of researches that improve Stella, even if you're not against Exchange. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah, so this was not the best test. But the point remains that... I also ran the test without Crusher. On let me see if I can find it. Here we go. Same same system, same type of thing that I did before. Did not run a third slot. All right, and I'm going to show you the mitigation here. Okay, we were at seventy one point two before. I'm at sixty three point five here. All right. Now, who knows what her actual effect was, but right here, Wham, is definitive mathematical. She's making a difference at Tier 1. And even at Tier 1, her boost to me was at least 8% net yield. At least. I went from 63% to 71.2% maximum in the game. Okay? The net yield, and guys, we talk about net yields all the time. Net yield of 3% or 4% or 5%, that's big in this game. At Tier 1, Level 1, Crusher got me an 8% net yield. And by the way, that's at the minimum because I hit the mitigation cap. So again, I'd probably need to take Stella off and try a dumber, smaller ship to see what her ability actually is. Guys, imagine... If any ship you fly without the use of Moreau can get you max mitigation, and I'm here to tell you, that is Beverly Crusher. Yes, she is. Max mitigation. Beverly Crusher, Giorgio, and Ash are awesome. Max mitigation with one officer slot. Divine says what? You mean like five of ten? Yeah, except now you have a second one. <laughs> okay, you've got a second one. And it only needs one officer slot instead of arguably two. Scalyback says, again, with the officers we can't get. Scaly, saw, buddy. All right, it's the first arc. And yes, if you didn't pay, you didn't get her. All right, but officer sourcing is something we are going to continue to push. Okay, and we saw a step in the right direction today. We will continue to push for steps in the right direction. Okay? We'll do it. Absolutely. 
All right, and yes, Vankman, it is for hostels only. This is a PVE officer, and that is, I mean, that's what she's meant for, a grinding crew, okay? And it is definitely viable as an alternative. I'm here to tell you, Beverly Crusher, I regret not buying the $100 pack. I did not, all right? I got a tier one unlocked. That's all I, that's all I did with it because I wanted to test it further, <laughs> And I ran out of time. I hope it comes back because I'll buy it. I will. Is it worth it? Maybe. Yes. Jersey James says, hey, guys, if you think that's great, I think Crusher works way better against Armadas than she does against Hostels. And I've heard that, too. Yes, she does. Yes, she does. <laughs> I've heard that, too. I haven't tested it yet. Yes. I haven't tested it yet. Zikar- tested. Zikara said, I will. Thank you. Zakara says, so for hostile grinding, who would I use with her? Um, well, I, I think Giorgio and Ash Tyler are good good possibilities. Um, <laughs> she still doesn't beat Pike Road uh, Shen right now. And I she's, don't. She's, no. she's three officers in one, but she's still not as good as your normal hostile. I agree. Crew. Secondary. Secondary. But now I can multitask. I literally have a good grinding crew as my secondary option. Okay, and again, it's not necessarily going to be on the Stella, as as Wham is pointing out. Stella has great and research on And they will as you level them up. Yeah, she will. <laughs> Maztec, that is actually the funniest thing that that people have called me regarding Shill. He says you're the worst Shill ever. If you were a real Shill, you would have told us this when she was still for sale. <laughs> uh, hang on. <clears throat> uh, Scopely, can you put that pack back up? Three days. That's all I need. I'll make a bundle. Three days. Yeah. Thank. Thank. Yes. Thank you. Three. Yeah, sure. Double the price. That's fine. It's good. Double it. Yeah. Gotcha. Thanks. Bye. All right. Beverly Crusher. So worth it, people. So worth it. If that pack comes out again, you better go buy it. Use promo code DJs is awesome. All right, <laughs> I'm I'm teasing, but you know, again, so good officer. Good I officer. posted a uh, Stella for you with just Keenzer as captain, no underdeck, not even a Max Stella at level forty, okay. right? Yep, with full cargo or just shy of full cargo, and it's it's a uh, almost full health, <laughs> right? So you don't officers doesn't matter on Stella once your research. Well, is high I, and I yeah, like I said, I don't I don't necessarily disagree on the Stella, which is why some of my earliest testing. I, I did on the Stella because I was trying to focus on the cargo capacity. And um, and where are you hitting? What are you hitting with that to get 100,000? 40s. You're hitting 40s? 40s. What's yep. your, with what's your... no underdeck. See, now, I, I only survived, like, eight hostels. Like, I barely got to 160. That's, uh, what's your M number? What's your M number? Uh, I got to look one second. Yo, baby, what's your M number? What's your number? What's your digits? I was able to do that when my M number was uh, 56. So, oh, stop it, Wham! You're so full of crap. I'm not. I'm not cracking that. That's, <laughs> that's trash, man. We 56 to 60. You're able to do that. I, I mean, listen. My research is currently 103. Okay, my research is 103, and with no uh, bridge officer abilities whatsoever, I was able to get to 160, but not by much. Not by much, all right? Uh, JM is showing M111. 
and uh, using Mbenga. Whoop, whoop, go Mbenga. Uh, getting 16,000 off one hit. But, I mean, again, I think you look at that at that loss of Hall, I think you're kind of very close to me, JM. You're probably going to get about uh, 8 to 10 hits, okay? And then and then that's it. So, Wham is at M134. Yeah, it probably makes, probably makes a difference. Epic Neo says, I kind of agree. At probably M100 plus, you could probably fill the hole without using any officer abilities. And, and that's kind of what I was going for. That's why I'm going to try this, this extra cargo thing. Okay, so, and again, it kind of comes full circle, folks. What should we be working on? <laughs> Outlaw continues, crazy enough, to keep rearing its ugly head and being valuable. All right, there you go on Crusher. We've talked about data. Uh, Jordy. <laughs> Jordy disappoints me, all right? I, Jordy is good in a situation maybe like Stella, where you don't need any officer abilities whatsoever. You just need the loot bonus. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of this card so far. All right. Mainly because of the narrow use of his officer ability. Uh, now, you know, PVE only. Uh, and now you've taken out the traders, so he's battleship and armada only. And, uh, and only on normal armadas. And then his captain's maneuver is basically the same as five, which is good. It's an extra loot bonus. But, you know, you can't use the loot bonus on exchange armadas. So, I mean, again, he really can only be used fully against Klingon armadas. And, and I just feel like that's a pretty narrow use for me right uh, now. Isn't, it, isn't his loot bonus generic and not specific? The loot bonus is. The loot bonus is. And that's why I said, if you are to a point where abilities don't matter and you're just going for payout, then sure, plant him in the captain's seat, plant Jayla on the side card, okay? And uh, like Wham is doing, listen, maybe not a bad idea on a Stella, okay? Throw him in the captain's chair, Jayla on the side, and what, Wham? Con, I guess, maybe? I don't know. What goes on the other side? I, you know what? For, throw in synergy. <laughs> throw in synergy and increase your loot bonus. So throw Jordy, Data, and Jayla if officer abilities work. Uh, sorry, not Jayla. I meant five. I, I keep saying. You know what? We called her Jayla for a year. I'm sorry. I mean five. Okay? Jordy, five, and Data if you can kill an, an exchange armada with your eyes closed. I would challenge that for you to try, Wham. Oh, you might as well put... Well, does uh, data stack with uh, six? So what about five, six data? What would five, six data? Yeah. Five, six data. So, so I've been testing data. data. Data for me is acting like a, a 75% Talon. You know, I've been using her for swarm, him for Swarm and stuff for a second crew. And he actually does rather decent. But he's only tier one, so I really can't justify if he's going to get better or not, but we'll see. Well, that's a good use. What you want to find is a hostile that does have a triangle, and we've noticed that the new swarm have a very strong triangle. That's why I've been using Kang as my swarm grinding crew, okay? Because they've got a strong triangle. So, uh, yeah, I could see him. Maybe, guys, tinker a little bit with that and see uh, see how data may do in uh, in swarm. Okay, but I uh, I feel like Data does have potential, but he's definitely a tier four, tier five before he kind of really comes into his own. 
Okay. So, anywho, there you go. I've gone way too long. Any other questions about the officers? We can and we can talk more about them a little bit later. Might even do some YouTube on it later, but I don't know. Um, maybe possibly. I just know that that Crusher Crusher out of the three, crazy enough, the rare officer is actually deserving of the of the epic status, and she's she's the one. Out of those three, she's the one. Okay. Um, let's see. Kano says Eurydice. Uh, strong health points. That's the only thing I'll use her for. Away team's assignments for health. <laughs> That's it. That's all I'm going to do. Oogie She works good for synergy for the other, if you have both MUDs. So it's actually going to be a secondary PV, uh, PVE crew if you go MUD, MUD, and, and her. It's not still Pike, Moro, Chen, but it does work. Mud, Especially if you get the MUD, MUD, and Eurydice is for hostile grinding? Yep. See, yep, I never, I never got them. I never got them good enough to do that. Like I said, mine were all tier ones. I never pursued them. I never promoted them. I actually have gotten enough shards to promote both the muds to tier two, just out of the outlaw chest. But I never did it because they were never important to me. Now I'll probably end up promoting them just for stats and away teams. So that's what I'll do. All right, folks. Um, Chris says, "Hey, what's your YouTube? Hey, cool. Check out our website. All right. Uh, real quick, do we have anything else? Big? Are we done?" I feel like we've gone too long. What time do we start the show? 4.15? Oh, my God. Two, hour, two hours, 45 minutes. Good God. Good God. That's terrible. All right. We got to bounce. Snake Eyes is going to have a conniption. <laughs> oh, my God. The game. <sighs> the game. All right. <laughs> I'm upset because we got no sound effects. I've got... Uh, you, okay, fine. The game. Here we go. Here's the game. I'm so tired of the games. I mean, I'm not tired of the games. It's just like it's been a long day, and I keep forgetting about the games. All right, we'll, we'll do. I could just give somebody something. You just want to do a roll in a winner without playing the game? Can I just do a giveaway? Is that okay? How many? When, Perfect. How, when was the last time we actually played a game big? I feel like I might be getting lazy on the game thing. I should probably. Two weeks ago. <laughs> no, you did, we did one with Ari. Remember, you did one with uh, not Aries. We yeah. did do one with Aries. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm getting lazy with the games, but I'll give I'll I'll do a game next time, okay? Contest pick, command uh, Commander Curly Fries, Commander Curly Fries, congratulations! All right, yeah, that is actually a fantastic name, Commander Curly Fries. Congratulations to you, you're our winner. Send me a PM, and I'll hook you up with something out of this stash. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got to bounce. That's our time. Uh, Talking Trek SDFC. Dot online is the website. Talking Trek STFC dot online. Talking Trek STFC dot online. That's where you can go to find our website and previous episodes of Talking Trek Live. You want to listen to the Aries interview? It's there. You want to go back and listen to the Transporter Patterns episode from March of 20? It's there. You want to go back and listen to two weeks ago when we talked about the uh, the PVE? Officer capabilities, it's there. You can do that. All right. You can also link on over to our YouTube channel. You can listen. Uh, you can link over to our YouTube where you can subscribe. You can watch the content there as we do post a lot of content there as well. And that's our YouTube channel. Please go subscribe, share it with your team, and enjoy watching many, many hours of that on our YouTube channel. Also, while you're on our website, please, why don't you consider joining our patron program? You can think about it. You don't have to actually do it today. 
But you could think about it. You could say, hey, listen, I could donate financially to this show. Does it give me anything special? Absolutely not. <laughs> it makes your name yellow. And I will read your name at the end of every episode. All you got to do is go on there and pledge $5 a month through our patron program. And then I get to come in here and I get to say thank you to players like Gregor, Scott, Venkman, and I Beglund, Big Country, JC Doom, Hank, Chuck the Grunt, Dark Lord, Stevens Aaron, Ahab, Fukum, Thorn, Virtual Army, Jayberg, DJ Gurr, Red 2, Anhani, Aceus, Dunk, Bojack, 8, Crush, Jonathan Ingram, Tabby Moza, Regis, Lady Kess, Frank Gallo, Engineering Free Philly, Hudson, Doc 31, Morphe, Fartasia, Nick Burns, Cam, Coulter, NC, Jetski, Wingnut, Z-Man, Fluffy Puma, CCXN, Devil's Advocate, Goofy Names Rock, Leonidas, Raxnar, Striker, V-Ready, Jerry Ryan, Indie Dandy, Quackfu, Mr. Fusion, Callus, Kingo 101, Silent Stabber, Commander Taylor, Damadarks, Blue Mandalorian, Infinite Key, Maztec, The Professor, Chronic Break, Spock the Avenger, Medic 213, Stony Dude, Fog and Farts, Bubba Joe, Crazy Bob, Rude Dude, Arian, Judge Kren, Cobra, Splatsu, Eden, not my game name, Sentinel, The Looter, Conair, Iris Jack, Y-Man, Vinius, Giovanni, Dragon Slayer, Lord Neelix, Lord Pete, Lobot, Silly Tom, The Egger, Never Clutch, Starm, Harshest Procedure, Lugga, Subcommander, Doug, This Fella, Captain Jack Tribble, Dr. Link, and Jason, thank you for being patrons of Talking Trek Live at a level of $5 or more per month. You guys are my gold patron society. Thank you so very much. My name is Ultimate DJs. I've been your host of Talking Trek Live, a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. We are Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. I will see you this coming Sunday. Love you, Mina. Bye-bye.